I'm J.P. Finley of NBC Sports Washington, and you are listening to Titans Football on the DHS Press Network. Go to dhspress.com for all the news Titans fans need to know. I'm J.P. Hello Finley. Hello and welcome to a DHS Press broadcast of Titan Football where the Heritage Pride are getting set to take on your Dominion Titans. It's a neon out here at Parkview High School, and D-Block looks like one big highlighter at the moment. My name is Ruin Shunker. I'm joined by Ian Whitfield. Ian, how are you? I am doing great. It is quite a beautiful night for football. Not too hot, not too cold. It's taking a break from the rain that we've had recently, and it is beautiful, and I'm ready to go. Titans still playing at Parkview High School since this field is not ready just yet. They're coming off a tough 35-7 loss at the hands of the South Lake Seahawks, while the Heritage Pride are coming off a dominant 53-0 win against Washington High School. How important is it that the Titans get out to a good start tonight? It's absolutely crucial that the Titans get out to a good start tonight. They've started slow in almost all their games so far this season, including what we saw against Clark County and South Lakes. Uh, they have to come out fast or else they're going to fall behind early and it's going to be hard for them to come back from playing behind. Even with their quarterbacks apparently switching at halftime, it's going to be hard for one of them just to jump in right into the action. They've been behind at halftime in all four of their games against Clark County, against Pot Falls, against Fauquier, and of course against uh, South Lakes. And they came back in two of those games to win, but you can't expect to come back in every single game. You put your quarterback at a disadvantage and it's just much harder for the team to play from behind. The Dominion's a primary running team and when you force a team to pass, that makes it much that much harder for the team. The kick, the coin toss has just finished up as the captains head back to the sideline and it looks like we're just about ready to get started with a beautiful night here at Parkview High School. The Dominion Titans taking on the Heritage Pride and Heritage has an incredible quarterback in number one, Brett Johnson. Yeah, I mean, from everything we've seen so far, he looks like a true pocket passer, which is not something you find often in high school. So, I mean, that's going to be interesting to see what Dominion has in store for him. They're going to have to get to him early, and they're going to have to get to him often in, or in order to force him under pressure. He loves to, he goes through his progressions very quickly, though, and he seems like he has a little bit of mobility to him, so they have mm -hmm. to be aware of that, but they have to get to him early and force him off target. This is not an offense that's afraid to throw the ball. Last year against Dominion, they threw the ball 46 times. You don't see that in most high school games. No, especially the fact that, as we looked earlier, that's almost double the amount of times they threw it in the other games. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, even though they were down early, I mean, they had to come and throw a lot, but that's just outrageous. This, the Pride just getting ready to kick off now. Their kicker, Brian Enriquez, from the 40. Back to return for the Titans is Trey Hayes and Steve Zegby, both at about the 8-yard line. Yeah, we got chance breaking out now from uh, D-Block over here. It should be an exciting game. And the kick is up from Enriquez. It's a short one. Caught, no, caught on the bounce by Hayes at the 15. Hayes will take it. Hayes is going to try making a move. He's got a bit of room. Hayes is going to make it down to the 30 and beyond, powering forward down to the 34-yard line before he's finally brought down. Good patience there shown by Trey Hayes, getting that kick and bouncing around a little bit, getting a few blocks. Actually ran into his um, blocker there at the end. Could have... I think he could have broke through for a few more yards there, but good return there by the Titans. Good start. Ball now at the 34-and-a-half-yard line for the Titans as they'll head out. It looks like Aiden Dolan is going to be in at quarterback to start this game. It's been a quarterback controversy of sorts for the Titans so far this year. They haven't been able to find consistency, and it's Dolan now in the shotgun with Hayes in the backfield, and Coach Buck told me that we'll see Hayes in the backfield a lot as they try to get him the ball. Here's the... Here's Dolan now on the right side on a quarterback keeper. He'll get one maybe before he's brought down on the play. Yeah, it's a big hit there by uh, the Heritage linebacker coming in, making a big play. Uh, I, I want to see them get Dolan more comfortable in the pocket early on here. I want them to give him a few completions, get him comfortable, because, I mean, he's in a quarterback um, competition right now. He's nervous. He doesn't want – or he's a little nervous heading in here. So, I mean, you want to make sure that 
he's able to get his confidence up and make sure that he's not nervous about being in a competition. He missed a lot of throws high in their last game, so it's going to be interesting to see what he's able to do. Here he is again in the shotgun. Hayes next to him. They'll give it to Hayes. There's a flag on the play. Looks like it's going to be a false start on the Titans as Hayes gets nothing on the second down carry. Let's see what this penalty is. And it's going to be a false start against the Titans, and that's not what you want to see if you're Coach Buck early in the game and you're already giving up penalties. No, we've got to be a little more disciplined than that, especially when we have a running offense like this. Right, they're going to try focusing the ball and running, and they're already putting themselves behind the chains as it's going to be a third and, f sorry, a second and 15 now for the Titans. They'll line up in what looks to be the I formation. Hayes now split out wide to the far side. They'll come out of the eye. Kobe Clay as a fullback. Steve Zegby in the backfield. And they'll give it to Zegby. Zegby looking for a hole. Zegby powering for it. There's another flag on the play as Zegby goes down to the 44-yard line before he's brought down by three Heritage Pride defenders. Let's see what this flag is here. It looks like it be a hold on the Titans getting confirmation from the official just now. That is one of the things, though, that I wanted to see from this Titan offense. Get Zegby the ball. Get Steve this ball because he's a big playmaker, and he sparks not only the fan section. He sparks his entire team once he gets going. He's a freight train, and once he gets that ball, he just keeps going and going. He's so hard to stop with his speed and power. That penalty is going to make it a huge conversion for the Titans as they're going to have to go what looks to be about nine, more than 20 yards, no, 19 yards to get this first down here. And if you're Coach Buck, getting penalties early to start the game is probably the worst situation possible. Here they come in the pistol now. Dolan joined by Zegby behind him in the backfield. Heritage brings a blitz as Dolan rolls out to his left. Dolan's going to throw deep down the field to Kobe Clay, and it's going to fall incomplete. Clay had a step on the linebacker there, but the pass was just out of his reach, and the Titans will go three and out on their first possession of this game. Yeah, that's not what we wanted to see. We talked about coming out fast. I mean, Aiden had his man there. Kobe had a step on him. I mean, he completes that pass. That's a 40-yard gain, and we're back, right, right back in this with a lot of energy from our student section going to go wild after that. But we need that's something we need to be able to get a fast start, keep us uh, motivated. The ball is going to be placed at the 26-yard line as Tony Lampy comes out to punt. And I know you love Lampy. He's a great punter. He's a great kicker, and he's going to be a great soccer player for you guys. Yeah, I mean, we saw him against Clark County. hit a 45-yard field goal, which is ridiculous for a high school kicker, high school slash or kicker slash punter. I can't wait to see what he can do tonight. Here's the punt now from Lampy. Heritage has two returners back. The punt's nearly blocked by a Heritage defender, but it's going to be it's going to bounce once at the 40. Uh, 48 yard line. It's going to roll all the way down to the Pride 44 and that's where we'll see Brett Johnson as a scorer. Is, there's no score so far in this game. 10.52 left in the first quarter. That was a short punt though by Lampy. That's not what we expect. It's like, seems like Dominion's still trying to work out a few clinks here early as now we got to see Brett Johnson run out onto the field. I, I love this kid. Everything we saw from his highlights online, everything we've seen from him early and against his stats and everything. I'm Pocket passer, pocket presence. It's not a lot for what you see from a normal high school quarterback. I can't wait to see what he can do tonight. 31-yard punt there by Lampy, and here we go to see the junior Brett Johnson. They'll come out of the shotgun, Johnson. He'll call a man in motion. 
And he'll drop back to pass. Johnson in the pocket. He's going to fire deep down the sideline. Laying out but unable to make the catch is Giovanni Sagler. And he's one of the guys that Dominion's going to have to watch out for. Yeah, Trey or whoever's on him is going to have to do a great job. Whether that's Zegby, he's going to have to do a great job on him. As he's committed to Richmond to play wide receiver. Um, it's obviously going to be Johnson's favorite target tonight. And Johnson looked very comfortable on that throw. Showing a big, a strong arm with two-stop drop back. Gets that ball out quick. You could see him go through his progressions fast. He gets that ball out fast. And he that was just fingertips off a, a diving um, Giovanni. Car coverage on the play there by Trey Hayes. The safety is going to have to be really good in this game. Both the safeties, including uh, Hayes and Dolan. Here's Johnson in the shotgun. Ball at the 44. They'll hand it off now. And he's going to get some yardage. He's going to get down to about the 50... Sorry, the 46-yard line. Corey Douglas on the play. And he's close if he does not get that first down right there. It's going to be... A short conversion here. Let's see where they spot the ball. And they're going to spot it as... Inches? Inches. It doesn't look like he got the first down on the play. Yeah, Corey Douglas, another person that we were told to watch for tonight, and another player that's going to be a vivid part of this heritage offense. Third and one now. Johnson the shotgun. He's going to give it to Douglas again. Douglas getting the first down and more. Douglas breaking into the secondary and he's going to go down at the 32-yard line of the Titans and the Pride are driving early. Yeah, the Heritage... Douglas is a great he's a great running back, but he's dependent on the holes of this offensive line. He needs big holes to get through. He's not the most shifty running back, but he does a great job at getting a six-foot frame tiny to get through some of these holes that he gets through. He's not that shifty. He's got good speed, though, so they're going to be able to look to utilize that. Looks like a timeout here by the Titans. Titans trying to regroup early, and that's not what you want to see from this Dominion team, especially after they started slow in all of their previous games. Coach Buck stressed the importance of wanting to start fast, and they have not done that so far as they went three and out and have let the pride drive easily down the field. Buck looks angry as he's yelling at his off or a defensive lineman here. Corey Douglas has two carries so far for 25 yards, averaging 12 and a half yards per carry. That's a great start for him and a great start for this pride offense. That's going to let them set up their play action game. Yeah, I think that's going to be great for Johnson as he's, I think what they, they really focus their offense around their passing game. So if they can establish that run early, it's going to open up so many options for Johnson in the back or backfield. They can do play actions, they can do some sweeps, they can do a whole lot of stuff and try to get Giovanni um, involved in this offense as he's obviously their focal piece. Here, it, here they come, ball at the 32-yard line. Here's Johnson now. Johnson in the gun. He's going to drop back to pass. Johnson standing tall. He's got pressure, but he's going to fire it deep down the middle of the field, and it's going to be incomplete. Pass there intended for Devin Roche, and that's going to fall incomplete, and it's going to be second down and 10. Good coverage on the play there from the Titans. A.J. Dar is going to be playing some outside linebacker today. Yeah, I mean, he's our other quarterback. You'd like to see him get involved. He's got great size there. I think he's going to be a presence here on the outside linebacker. But, I mean, look at that. That was a great throw there, again, by Johnson, showing the cannon. They just a little bit of sling on that. Didn't show a lot of effort with that throw. I look, He's got an absolute cannon right now. He's got a cannon. He's got a great release. Here he is in the shotgun. Johnson, he's going to take the snap and give it to uh, Douglas. Douglas powering forward down to the Titan 28-yard line. And that's going to bring up a third and seven for the Pride. An early third down that... If they are able to convert it, it's not going to be good for this Titan team. Yeah, a stop here would be huge as we need to get back on offense, get a little more confidence in our team. They look a little shaken up right now, and they look like they really just need to wake up a little bit. Ball at the 28, and listen, not every team has a Tony Lampy that can hit a 45-yarder, so if you no. stop them here, you might be able to force a punt, but it's going to be incumbent on the Titans to stop them here. Here's Johnson now in the pistol. 
He's going to take the snap. He's going to run the triple option. He's going to pitch it. The Fumble. It's fumbled. And they're going to fall on it, but not until he's taken down behind the line, down to about the 41-yard line of the Titans. And that's going to bring up a fourth and long, and they're not going to even get a field goal out of this. No, you don't, you're not kicking a field goal from here. That's huge from the Titans. Way to force that. Good patience shown as the quarterback was holding that, holding that, because Gio was streaking down the line. He was looking for that option at first. Way to force him to throw that backwards, force the mistake. Great play by the Titans here, and here's Enriquez on for the punt. Ball at the 40. He's going to catch it at about the uh, Pride 49. The punt is up. Blocked. The, tight, the punter got hit, and there's going to be a flag there. Looks like it's going to be a penalty on the Titans. Roughing the kicker. Punt's going to bounce out of bounds at the six-yard line of the Titans. But let's see how this penalty impacts them and see if they're going to be staying on offense. Yeah, Thomas Wastegrass came in with that big cast that he has on still and came in and he just swung right at the punter and got a piece of him. And the punter went down smartly to get that call. Uh, that's going to hurt the Titans here. Going to back him up even more. Can't get backed up too much when you're at the six-yard line, but obviously nothing you want to see. They're going to spot the ball at the six-yard line. Looks like the penalty didn't have much of an effect. I think, they, I think uh, Heritage declined the penalty because of the great punt that ended up happening. That's a good punt. We're going to see the Titans again for their second offensive series of the game. The first one did not end well, but they're hoping for a better result here. Aiden Dolan still in at quarterback. Heritage lined up waiting right now. Titans right. taking a long time. Yeah, eight minutes and 24 seconds left in the first quarter. Ball at the six-yard line. No score yet if you're just joining us as the Titans take on the Heritage Pride with eight minutes and 24 seconds left in the first quarter. Here's Dolan in the pistol, Zegby behind him. He's gonna give it to Zegby. Zegby bounces off one tackler, and he's gonna power forward using that powerful frame as he'll go down to the 16-yard line. Great run there by Steve Zegby. He got at least eight yards after contact on that play, and not only was it contact, he was bundled up there by a Heritage defensive lineman, and he carried him for another eight yards. That's exactly what you get when you have Steve Zegby in the backfield. He's just an absolute force coming running at you. I'd love to see them get more involved, but I also want to see them just throw a few short options here for Dolan. He's thrown one pass so far, and I mean, it wasn't that far off, so I mean, if they're just going to give carries, it's going to destroy um, Dolan's confidence here a little bit. Ball now at the 16-yard line after the 10-yard Steve Zegby run his first of the day. We'll see Miles Gordy come into the game now at receiver. Here's Dolan now in the gun. And it looks like the Heritage outside linebacker is going to jump off sides on the Dolan hard count. Looks and that's going to be an offsides. And the Titans are going to have a good position here. First and five from the 21. Titans really need to convert something here. After a penalty like that, you have to get a first down here to keep your mo uh, keep your confidence up. Ball now at the 21 as Dolan's going to line up in the shotgun. Kobe Clay behind Kobe Clay next to him. They're going to give it to Clay. Clay running with that powerful body. He breaks through the uh, linebackers and he gets the first down down at the 29-yard line. Dominion's really establishing this run game. I mean, that's what we were expecting to see, but we see a lot of different carries. We've had Dolan, we've had Steve, we've now had Kobe Clay get a carry. I've I kind of like to see that. I like seeing all these different options. It keeps them different looks, keeps the defense honest. And it keeps these running backs fresh because you don't, uh, Steve Zagby is not a big guy at just 5'8", 141 pounds. He's not one of the bigger running backs we've seen this year, and you don't want to see him get worn down that easily. Ball now at the 28-yard line. Dolan's going to come out in the shotgun. Kobe Clay next to him. 
One receiver to either side. Dolan's going to motion Trey Hayes over to the near side. And he's going to, looks like a quarterback keeper. Dolan trying to get some room. Dolan's got room. Dolan's going to get to the 40 and more. Dolan breaking into the open field. Aiden Dolan, 30, 20, 10, 5, touchdown. And that's the start the Titans needed. A huge run by Aiden Dolan. Looks to be about 72 yards. And that's exactly what the Titans needed is there. Going to score the first points of this game. It's 6-0 now after the huge Aiden Dolan run, breaking three or four tackles on the play. Yeah, he, that um, uh, Heritage linebacker came in and lowered the shoulder, and Aiden Dolan just bounced off of him just like that. And he just kept got back up, and he finished all the way, finished strong. The separation he got from that safety was massive. He had so much time to get away from him. 72 yards on the run by Aiden Dolan. Here's Lampy on for the extra point from the 10. The kick is up and it's good. And the Titans lead 7-0 and that's that quick start we wanted. That is huge for the Titans, especially after they, Heritage committed a penalty. You take advantage of it, right? Dolan, exactly. Dolan took off. That's going to build his confidence a little bit. I'd still like to see them throw the ball a little bit, but, I mean, you can't really complain when you already have seven on the board. So. Exactly, and that's a great start for Aiden Dolan. We talked about wanting to get him confidence. Maybe you don't need to get it for him through the uh, air as they're going to get some huge yardage through the ground. Yeah, now Dominion's going to have to do a good job on Giovanni here because Giovanni with a six-foot frame, maybe a little bit taller. Now we have small, smaller defensive backs like uh, Steve and Trey, as we talked about, with not that much height, 5'8", five, 5'9". They're going to have to do a good job going up on him. We know Steve can get up. He can jump as he competes for uh, jumping and sprinting for track. But he's going to have to do a good job on him as he's been matched up with uh, Gio for most of the night so far. Here's Lampy for the kick now from the 40. 7-0 the score if you're just joining us on a 72-yard Aiden Dolan touchdown run. 6.40 left in this first quarter. Titans just about ready to kick off now. Some quick stats for you. Dolan's got two attempts for 72 yards and one touchdown. Kobe Clay's got two attempts for 14. Steve Zegby's got one for 10. And Trey Hayes has one for no yards. On the other side, Corey Douglas has four rushes for 41 yards and a long run of 14. Here's Lampy now for the kick. One returner back at the ten, at the five-yard line for the Pride. Lampy's kick is up, and it's Jeez. a booming one. That's a huge kick there. Caught at the five. Here's the Heritage Pride returner, and he's gonna bring it. He's gonna bring the kick out to the 24-yard line before he's brought down by three Dominion defenders, including Thomas uh, Waysgrass. Thomas Waysgrass with his big club, making up for that earlier penalty on the punt. That was a great wrap tackle there. The guy got by him and he kept the club out, just able to wrap him up and bring him down. That guy had a speed running at him, way to stop the bullet right there. Let's see if this Titan defense is able to clamp down a little bit more. The Pride have had some chances so far. Johnson's missed on two deep passes that could have changed this game quickly. Here's Johnson now in the shotgun, ball at the 22. He's going to give it to Doug. No, he's going to keep it himself. Johnson running, and he's going to get about nine on the play down to the 31-yard line of the Pride. Great run there on the read option. Yeah, I mean, what great idea to keep that ball there. He showed some speed on that play. He had a little flash right there at the end. Johnson is something that we need to look out for. We need to get way more pressure in the backfield so far. We haven't done nearly a good enough job getting back there. I think if we can improve on that, it's going to be a difficult day for Johnson right now. Johnson's been able to have all the time he needs because these Dominion linebackers and pass rushers have had to respect the run game. Here he is in the shotgun. 
He's going to give it to Do uh, Douglas, and Douglas is going to get very little yardage. Four on the play, maybe five, as he goes down to what looks to be the Pride 35, 36-yard line. Heritage has done a good job moving the ball so far, though. I mean, starting their drive around the 40 last time and getting all the way down to the 20 before that fumble. I think they're going to be a uh, – Dominion's going to have to do a much better job trying to stop this drive. First and 10 now for the Pride. Ball at the 36. Here's Johnson in the shotgun. He's going to give it now on the handoff, and Jimmy Chris is going to make a tackle in the backfield. Great play there by the junior. He's got tons of offers. 18 to be exact. 18 offers for Jimmy Chris. And falling in his brother's footsteps of playing at UVA, he's someone that really needs to disrupt this um, uh, uh, Johnson in the backfield, and he's going to have to be able to stop this running game and keep Heritage off of um, not able to drive. Five minutes and 15 seconds left in the first quarter. Titans leading 7-0 on a 72-yard touchdown run by Aiden Dolan. Ball now at the 39-yard line of the Pride. Johnson in the shotgun, two receivers to either side. He's got a running back in the backfield. He's going to fake the handoff and roll to his right. He's under pressure now. Jabari Robertson chasing him, and Johnson's going to be brought down behind the line by Robertson for a sack there. Stopped, brought down at what looks to be the 38-yard line. I don't know why Johnson just doesn't throw that ball away at that point. I mean, he's out of the pocket. He's near the sideline right there. Why not just throw that ball away? He tried to make a play, and he was not able to do it there. Second and nine now, as he did not seem to use, lose as much yardage as initially thought. And it looks to be third and 11, a two-yard loss on that two play. Two-yard loss, yeah, it was a sack. Sack there by Jamari Robertson, and he's an impact maker for this defense. A fast pass rusher with a lot of size as well. Rare to see. Here's Johnson, the shotgun. Johnson's going to drop back. He's dropping back to pass, and he's going to fire. Complete caught, and it looks like it's going to be a first down there. Giovanni, big catch. Favorite target for here, Brett Johnson. We're going to see a lot more of that, I believe. Giovanni Sagler on the catch there, down to the 49-yard line of the Pride, and they're going to get the first down there. A huge conversion on third down. Yeah, that's going to give some more confidence to this Heritage line, or to this Heritage offense. I, I think we need, our defensive backs need to tighten up on him. He's already had three targets so far, and he was open on that first one that um, Johnson just barely overthrew. That could have been huge for them. First down and 10 now from the uh, Pride 48. Three minutes and 43 seconds left in the first quarter. Here's Johnson. Three receivers to the near side, one to the far side. Douglas in the backfield with him. He's going to give it to Douglas. Douglas going up the right side. He's got room to run. He's going to get four, maybe more on the plays. He's going to be brought down at the 45-yard line of the Titans. Looks to be about seven on the play. That's a great tackling job there by the um, Titan defensive backs. Wrapping up, grabbing that jersey, bringing them down. That's a great tackling job. His, um, Corey had a lot of speed on that play right there. Yeah, so far for the game, Douglas has six carries for 49 yards, showing to be extremely effective. Yeah, that's not what we were expecting heading in. His heritage is mainly a passing offense, but why change what's not? Um, why change what's working? <laughs> They've been able to gash this Dominion defense that was gashed one week ago by Nicholas Napolitano in the South Lakes offense. Ball now at the 45, low snap for Johnson. He's going to drop back, fake the handoff, throw over the middle, and that's going to be just out of the reach of the pride receiver and. That's going to be an incomplete pass there. That would have gained a lot of yards down to about the tight end 20, but he just missed the pass on that play. Yeah, Devin Roach, number 14, open on that play. He was wide open in the middle. As soon as he took off, I was like, number 14 is wide open. Why doesn't he just throw him the ball? I mean, Johnson just kind of completely missed his man on that play. That's not really what we were expecting coming in here either. 
Yeah, he's got a great arm, and we saw him in warm-ups. He was placing these balls in oh, with th incredible accuracy. Those were 40-yard dimes just right in front of the wide receiver, keeping him in his um, path. Here's Johnson now in the shotgun, trips to the near side. He's going to give it up the middle to Douglas. Douglas has got room, and Douglas is going to run down to the four to the six-yard line of the Titans. Huge play there, and they're going to convert the first down and much more on the play. That's what I was talking about earlier with Corey Davis, or Corey Douglas, sorry. You can see that he loves the speed. He has speed, and he wants to use it, but he just needs the holes because he doesn't do a lot, a whole lot of shifting when he's running. It's just a straight line, and he's trying to get straight to the end zone in the fastest amount of time possible. Ball now at the six. Johnson's going to give it to Douglas. Douglas, there's a flag on the play, and Douglas is going to be brought down after a gain of two. Let's see what this penalty is here. It's going to be, looks to be, they have not announced it just yet. It's going to be a penalty on the pride. Looks to be a hold. They're signaling that it's a hold, and the, they're going to move the ball back. They're trying to figure out where this ball was even placed to initially start with. Not sure what the penalty is. They look like a holding to start, but they have not announced it just yet. Yeah, their heritage is all backed up. They know what's going on. It's a hold on the pride, and that's going to bring them back in another costly miscue near the red zone. Yeah, heritage is going to have to get it together if they want to put points on the board here, especially when you have Dominion not able to start stop this run game. I don't know why you just don't keep giving it to uh, Corey Douglas right now. Yeah, Douglas has been spectacular so far. He's already got 95 yards, and we're not even out of the first quarter as we've got two minutes left. Here's Johnson now dropping back to pass. He's under pressure. He's going to roll. He's going to run. And no, Johnson's going to throw it the last second to the back of the end zone and it's batted away by Miles Gordy. Great play there by Gordy to break it up. Yeah, some of the Titan coaches almost seem angry about that. It's almost like they wanted him to jump up and try to inter or, um, intercept that, but I didn't think he had a chance at intercepting that. Correction, it was not uh, Miles Gordy on the play. It was, in fact, Steve Zegby. Zegby using that incredible leaping ability you were talking about. Yeah, he can really get up. He um, competes for the jumping and sprinting for track, and he's gone to uh, state meet for them, too. And here are the Pride. They're going to be faced with a second and long here, second and, fifth, second and goal from the 15. The Pride got a long discussion going on with the player they're trying to choose right now. Looks like there's going to be another penalty. It's going to be an illegal touching as it looks like he went out of bounds and then came back in and was the first player to touch the ball for the Pride, and that's going to push him back even more. Wow. Heritage really needs to get it together here. They were down to what? What was that, inside the 5? Yeah, inside at the 6-yard line, and now six they're going to be at line. the 20-yard line, second and 20 now for the Pride. This would be a huge, another huge stop for the Titans. Here's Johnson now in the gun. He's going to take the snap, catches it, drops back. He's got time. He's going to throw down to the left side. It's a jump ball, and it's going to be incomplete. Intended for Giovanni, no, intended for Brandon Stone on the play, and a great play there by Dominion to break that up. Third and 20 now, and the Titans are close to getting another stop. Yeah, this would be huge by the Titans. Third and 20 now. I mean, you might as well just drop a few defensive backs back, make sure they don't get in the end zone because they're still in field goal range right here. I don't know how good um, the Heritage kicker is at field goals, but, I mean, that's only a 32. Ball now at the 20-yard 20 line as Johnson's going to set up in the gun. Third down and 20 here. He's going to drop back to pass. He's got time. Johnson's going to throw again to the left side of the field. Incomplete there. And there's oh. going to be a penalty. That's that's a bad call there, to say the least. 
the pride receiver fell down after the pass was thrown. And Aiden Dolan is not happy with that call. It looks to be... That looks like an absolute flop there by the Heritage wide receiver. Right. Dolan like, laid a finger on him, and he went down like a salmon right there. And that's going to be a huge penalty here. Like a soccer player flop right there. <laughs> Iwawaru on the play. The intended receiver who fell down. And let's see what the penalty is here. Is we're going to call it a holding. Uh, it's going to be pass interference on the Titans. And that's going to be an automatic first down, a killer penalty there. Uh, I just don't agree with that call. I don't think there was nearly enough contact on that play. I can't believe the um, referee fell for that bait there. I mean, that was not even that good of a flop, really. Ball is going to be... Oh, and there's another flag here as the Titans are having troubles here on the sideline. It looks like it's going to be another penalty on Dominion as the complaints from the call has been oh, another penalty on the Titans. Bucks say something looks like. I think it was a player. It's going to be unsportsmanlike conduct on the Titans and that's going to be another penalty. And let's see where they spot this ball now after two consecutive penalties. 7-0 the score if you're just joining us. 1 minute and 55 seconds. The Heritage Pride had a third and 20 that looked to be an incomplete pass, but then a pass interference call, and then another unsportsmanlike penalty on the Titans have moved the ball to the five-yard line, giving the giving the Pride a very advantageous situation. Ball now on the five. <laughs> First down, too. Or no, it's still third down, it says. It says third down on the board. I'm not sure if that's correct because I'm pretty sure pass interference results. Down. And it looks like it's going to be third down. Here's Johnson. He's going to give it to Douglas. Douglas is going to be brought down behind the line. Great play there by Kobe Clay, tackling him from behind. Streaking off the edge was Clay, and he brought down Douglas behind the line. Well, it looks like it was a third down because now we got the kicking unit coming on the field, it looks like. So that's a great stop there by the Titans, uh, making sure that they're only going to get three points out of this play. It's going to be Enriquez on for the kick, and the Titans hold after what looked to be a questionable call on Dolan. Here's the kick now from about the two, the 12. It's a 22 yarder. The kick is it's up and it's blocked. Titans blocked the punt. The, sorry, Titans blocked the kick and they're going to rejoice. It looks to be Kobe Clay on the block. What a play there by Clay. Two straight plays where he stopped the pride almost single-handedly. He's having quite a game so far, even on the offensive side of the ball. I can't. <laughs> he's celebrating. He's he knows he's feeling himself right now. Now the def or Titans got themselves in a good um, good position here. They're gonna have way more momentum after blocking that kick. Uh, they they're really good at that. I mean, they've come close to blocking kicks all season long, especially as we saw against Clark right. County, almost blocking every single punt that their punter had, and almost blocking a kick against them too. I mean, now we have a block kick, almost a block punt by Thomas Wastegrass after the rough or before the rough uh, the kicker. I remember the Titans uh, got a lot of energy going on. I remember a play a few years ago where Vashon McCants blocked a field goal, and then Billy Walker returned it for a touchdown. Here come the Titans now. Ball at the four-yard line. Not an advantageous spot, but they'll start there. Here's Zegby now on the handoff. Zegby trying to cut to the outside. He'll be tripped up after a gain of one on the play. Great tackle there by Giovanni. Yeah, he came up like a freaking, like a freight train yeah. and took down Zegby. Yeah, that was, he came in fast. I didn't even know where he came yeah. from. I didn't even see where he started from. All I saw was a flash of those Heritage chrome helmets that are very cool, if I could say the least. But um, he came in and stopped Zegby after Zegby tried getting away there. Those helmets pop, especially against the all-white of their uniforms. That red H really does look nice. Here come the Titans now from the, four, from the five. Dolan now in the shotgun. Dolan's got Zegby behind him in the pistol. 
And there's going to be another penalty here. Looks to be another neutral zone infraction on the Pride. Heritage has tried doing that a lot so far. Just starting their run-ups early and try to jump the jump the gun and try to get in without those offensive linemen getting up and being able to get to Dolan early and get in the backfield to create pressure. But they've only been successful on that once out of three times already. So they might want to be careful. The most uh, They've already had two neutral zone infractions, so they might want to be careful about that. Ball now at the 10-yard line. Dolan's going to give it to up the middle, and Zegby's going to have nothing there. Brought down after a gain of just two down to the 12-yard line. Yeah, we got 10 seconds here left in the first quarter, so looks like the play clock, or it's just going to run out right here. And they're going to run out the play clock here. Good first quarter with all the things considered for the Titans. They started out with a three and out, but then they forced uh, a punt from the Pride. And now, then they got the huge touchdown run by Aiden Dolan. I think and that's a solid quarter that's to a say solid the least. quarter. They got the score that they need, and their defense has been playing well against Brett Johnson, who's not had a great game so far, just four for nine for 33 yards. I mean, I can't, I'd like to. And we're just about ready to take you to station identification. Bookkeeping is hard. There's no way around it. It's tedious, time-consuming, and often difficult work. Why should you spend your weekends working on balance sheets and looking at income statements and bake reconciliations when you can go over to Lori Chris and have it done for you, all for one low monthly fee? To get your bookkeeping done for one low fee, call 703-304-5173. Once again, that's 703-304-5173. The Chris Accounting Group, monthly bookkeeping made simple. Bookkeeping is hard. Hello and welcome to the second quarter here at Parkview High School where the Dominion Titans have a 7-0 lead over the Heritage Pride. Ian, what did you think of that first quarter for the Titans? I think that was great by the Titans. I mean, minus the fact they were letting Heritage drive. But, I mean, once Heritage got in the red zone, they were unexistent. I mean, they weren't able to do anything. They weren't able to complete passes, penalties all over, getting them back to the 25. Once they were on the 5-yard line twice, I mean, Her Dominion's doing a great job so far. I think they should keep it up. Great play so far by Kobe Clay, who on two consecutive plays took down Corey Douglas behind the line and then uh, blocked a field goal there, keeping this a shutout for the Titans. Here's Dolan now in the shotgun. He's going to catch the pass, but there's going to be a flag. It looks to be false a starts. false start on the Titans. That's going to push them back after what uh, a five-yard penalty on the Pride, and that's going to bring it at third and seven. Yeah, so many penalties in this game so far. I mean, both teams need to get more discipline on both sides of the ball anyways. Uh, Titans, especially when they keep backing themselves up in their own 20-yard uh, uh, line. So You can't have penalties, especially against a good team like Heritage. I mean, they come in at 3-1. and one. You can't uh, mess up and have penalties that are going to bring you back and bring you behind the line because you want to keep your offense in rhythm. Here's, Hayes, here's Dolan now in the pistol. Dolan takes a snap, rolls left, looking for a handoff, getting none. Dolan's going to run. Dolan cutting back to the middle of the field, and he'll go down, getting a first down and more down to the Dominion 28-yard line. Aiden Dolan showing that speed and elusive, elusiveness once again. He's only thrown the ball once so far. Dominion is an all-rushing offense. I, you can tell Buck is not comfortable with the, either of the quarterbacks throwing the ball right now. But, I mean, they're driving down the field. Dolan with two big runs now. Kobe with a big run, too. I mean, you might as well just keep doing what you're doing. Dolan's got three attempts for 92 yards, and that's what they call explosiveness right there. And this 30 yards team, per carry. Yeah, <laughs> 30 yards per carry, and that's exactly what this Titans team needed. Big plays, and they're getting him from their quarterback right now. Ball at the at the 26th, though. Give it to Miles Gordy. Gordy breaks a tackle and gets down to the middle of the field, and then Gordy's going to break a tackle and get down to the first down. Yeah, great run there by Gordy. Dolan, um, 
doing a little bit, almost like ran after, after the play I, and distracted their uh, defense because they all thought um, Dolan was going to take off with that. But Gordy got the ball, taken off down the sideline, did a great job of breaking the tackle. Both of us thought he was down there. Right. And he gained getting another four yards. Miles Gordy, the senior, getting some plays here. He and just uh, and Steve Zegby are splitting the carries in the backfield after Darius Brown's transfer to O'Connell High School. Ball now at the 39. Dolan's going to give it to Zegby again. Zegby powers forward and takes a big hit down to the 44-yard line of the Titans. Great tackle there by Gio again, coming in really fast and getting a low and tackling Steve really well there. Steve, I thought he was almost going to break that tackle, but that was a great tackle there by Gio. 10-39 left and counting left in this first half. 7-0 to score if you're just joining us. Aiden Dolan with a 72-yard touchdown run to give the Titans the only points of the night. Second at sixth now with the ball at the 43-yard line. Here's Dolan in the pistol. Dolan catches a snap, and he's going to give it up the middle again to Zegby. Zegby powering forward to the 47-yard line, and that's going to bring up what looks to be a short conversion here, about a fourth, a third and two for the Titans. Good thing Dolan didn't keep that ball because he had two players on both sides of him about to wreck him if he held on to that ball. So, I mean, good thing that was not a play action on that play. Third and short for the Titans. Looks to be about two yards here. And that's what this Titans team needs to do. They need to get just third and short and give their quarterback a lot of options. Here's Dolan now in the pistol. Zegby behind him. Two receivers to the near side, one to the far side. Dolan catches a snap and rolls to his left. He's under pressure. He's going to throw deep. Hayes almost makes a beautiful one-handed catch, but he's unable to. There's a pride defender down on the play. It looks to be number 57, Jeremiah Robinson, uh, the senior Six, six feet tall, 255 pounds, and he's going to slowly and surely limp off the field as the Titans get ready to punt. Yeah, that's frustrating as the Titans. And you can see the frustration on Kobe Clay's place on that, uh, face on that play as he was open, streaking down the middle because his defender went down with an injury right. on that play. And Dolan just didn't see him, and he ended up forcing a pass to Trey that tipped off his fingertips on that play. I think he could have just found Kobe in the middle of the field. We'd be in. Dolan did have pressure as Lampy catches his punt at the 35. It's a short wobbler that's going to bounce at the 29, and it looks like it's going to die right about there at the 27. No, it's going to go all the way down to the 26. And that's a good punt for the Titans as they're going to give Brett Johnson and this Pride offense a long way to go before they can score a touchdown. Yeah, good punt there by Lampy, making up for that first one. That one had a little bit of distance on it right there. Great play there by the Titans. And they're going to bring out their defense again, a defense that's been really good so far. They've been playing the classic bend, don't break defense, and they've been really good at it. I mean, so far, I mean, they're allowing the Heritage to drive, and Johnson's getting them in, but... Once we said, once they get to that red zone, nothing's really going for them. Nothing is going for them, and it's got to be frustrating for Brett Johnson, who's running this electric offense. He's going to hand it up the middle now, and their running back's going to get two no more on the play as he'll go down to the 29-yard line. You can tell there's a little bit of frustration on these uh, Heritage running backs is how, how angry they're running, honestly. I mean, you kind of want to see them or see Johnson throw the ball if you're a Heritage fan here and just see if you can get a little more involved, get him involved, because that's kind of like the focal piece of their offense, especially with when your best player is a um, wide receiver. So, I mean, you want to get him the ball as much as possible because they haven't used him on jet sweeps or anything. They've th he's gotten uh, a few targets so far, and he's gotten two catches for 33 yards, but Johnson as a whole only has been able to throw to 
uh, Siegler for any types of yard. He's got 35 yards, and Looks he's got 30, 33 yards as an offense. A flag on the play. It's going to be on the pride. No, it's going to be on the Titans and offside, and that's going to make it a short or play for the Heritage Pride as they get lucky as the Dominion Titans jump offside. It, it almost looked like Heritage thought it was a, a false start as they all started walking backwards. So. Exactly. Clock's running now. Blo ball now at the 34-yard line, 34-and-a-half-yard line. Second and one for the Pride. Here's Johnson now in the shotgun. Douglas to his left. Three receivers to the far side. He's going to drop back to pass. He's got time. He's going to throw short. It's complete. It's Ziegler. Ziegler making, breaking a tackle and going down at the 46-yard line. That was some great feet there by Ziegler. His stopping right in his tracks. Okay? Yeah, being able to just get there right away and just stop his route, letting his defender just keep on going. That was a great route there. And you could tell. Uh, Johnson had only intentions of throwing him that ball. I didn't see his eyes go to the right side of the field on that play once at all. And he, if you're, He wanted to throw him the ball every single time. And if you're a Dominion corner, you've got to be looking out for that. If you're able to jump a pass and take a risk and maybe make a game-changing interception, I think you've got to make that play. I, I agree with that for the most part. I mean, now we have a timeout here by the Titans probably trying to figure out how do we guard them on this play because... Uh, Coach Buck has to figure out how to stop Heritage from driving here. But, I mean, for the most part, we're doing a pretty good job on him. What does he have, three receptions so far? He's got three receptions so far for about 46 yards. That was a good fantasy stats for the first uh, <laughs> half. Yeah, and he's had some highlight moments, and we've seen what makes him so electric as he's been open in the middle of the field and on the outside. He's a great receiver going to Richmond. Yeah, I mean, he's going to join some fellow Titans over there. Uh, that's going to be awesome for them to get a good wide receiver like this coming in. But I think the Titans have done a decent job on him so far. Steve Zegby showing he's not afraid to go up against him on two jump balls so far right, in his direction. Right. Steve Zegby's been able to break up, so that doesn't seem like that much of an issue. But he's going to have to do a good job staying on him right now as it looks up looks like Trey's lining up against him now. Trey's going to line up against him. 7 to nothing to score. 8 minutes and 6 seconds left in the first half. Johnson's going to bring a man in motion and give him the ball. It's Ian Waweru on the play, and he's going to get down to the 50-yard line before he's brought down. Yeah, they like that jet sweep. They've done that a couple times now, not even just to um, Ian Waweru on this play, but getting it to numerous players like uh, Gio. They've shown that they like to do that. They showed that on the, a couple of his highlights. Uh, he did that numerous times, and they want to be able to look out for that. It's something that the Titans do a little bit as well with Trey Hayes, and you like to see them do it a little bit more, get him the ball with a little bit of space. Here's Johnson down the shotgun ball at the 49. He's going to drop back. He's under pressure. He's going to escape the pocket, and he's going to run. Johnson's going to get the first down before going out of bounds at the Titan 43, and there's a, t there's a pride player injured on the play. Down at the 40-yard line is Ian Waweru, and he this does not look good. He's unable to get up, and he's clutching. Looks like an his, ankle. Yeah, it looks like he's clutching his left ankle, and he's in pain, folks. Their training staff will come out right about now. Taking a knee, everyone on the field. Good, we like to see that. Let's give you a quick statistics update. Johnson's 5 for 10 for 46 yards. Douglas is has 10 carries for 93 yards. Ziegler, the only uh, pride player with any catches, has three receptions for 46 yards. And their kicker, their kicker Brian Enriquez, is 0 for 1 on field goals as I was blocked by Kobe Clay on the Titan side. Aiden Dolan's only thrown two passes. He's completed neither of them. Aiden Dolan has also rushed three times for 92 yards and one touchdown. Great stats there. Steve Zegby 
has rushed five times for 21 yards. Kobe Clay's got two rushes for 14. And on uh, on defense, we got Jamari Robinson's got five tackles and a sack. Aiden Dorn's got three tackles. And Steve Zegby had that huge pass breakup in the end zone. What do the Titans need to do to keep this going and to keep extending their lead? I think the Titans need to keep uh, not allowing Heritage to do anything in the red zone, honestly. I mean, we keep backing them up. We're forcing turnovers. We're blocking punts. We're doing every or blocking kicks. We're doing everything right now. We're doing everything well. And, I mean, like I said, I'd like to see Dolan get a little more involved in the passing offense, but I'm not really complaining as right now, or right now Heritage is driving, but Dominion's done a good job driving so far, getting down the field. Dominion doing a good job at uh, getting Dolan the ball, getting him comfortable on the rush as he's now averaging 90 or 30 yards per carry. Exactly. Here's Johnson now in the shotgun ball at the 49-yard line of the Titans. He's going to give it up the middle to Douglas. Douglas is going to be tripped up at the 45 Great play there. Oh, there was a fumble on the play, but it was recovered by the Pride. And they're going to keep the ball as A.J. Dar made the tackle there. And A.J. Dar has been active so far. Yeah, we like to see that, especially coming in. I don't know if that's a position he's really comfortable with. as I, He's mainly just the, uh, focused on the starting quarterback role. But, I mean, Dole with his great, or um, Dar with his great size and speed. And that's uh, what we like to see coming from our linebackers. Ball now at the 45 on this fourth and two, and they're going to go for it here. Aggressive play here by interim coach uh, Kevin Copley. He's going to give it on the handoff. Johnson is going to fall forward and get the first down, down to the 40-yard line. Five yards on the carry there. And this is an interesting situation here to monitor as uh, they're, the Pride are dealing with an interim head coach as their normal head coach, Reed Prosser, became the uh, athletic director at John Hanley High School as Kevin Copley, the assistant, took over. When I talked to Copley before the game, he said that there hasn't been a big change. He knows his team. He knows that they're hardworking guys, and he's just hoping to take them through the season. Ball now at the 41-yard line of the Titans. Johnson now in the gun. Johnson's going to hand it up the middle to Douglas, and Douglas is going to break a tackle and go down to the 33-yard line. That's a good tackle there again by Kobe Clay, stopping him as he had burst of speed going right at him. He almost stripped him on that play, too. That's a good job there by um, uh, Corey Douglas to hold on to that ball as a strong man like Kobe making that tackle. Correction on the play. It was not, Kobe, uh, it was not Corey Douglas on the carry. It was Jared Arcuri. Number 24, Jared Arcuri on the play. He's in the backfield now flanking Johnson, and they're going to give it to him. No, they're going to keep it. Johnson's going to keep it, and he's going to be brought down, turned around and spun before he was brought down by the Dominion defender, and he's going to get about three or four on the play. Dominion's tackling pretty hard right now. That's what we like to see, or that's what uh, Dominion needs to do to be able to keep this uh, defense focused up and uh, intimidate this Heritage offense is saying, yeah, we don't want to mess with these uh, Titans out here as they tackle hard. <laughs> Ball at the 29. Johnson drops back to throw. It's nearly intercepted, broken up, and it went through the hands of two Titans players nearly intercepted there. The Johnson ill-advised pass there. Yeah, that was not the best pass as Dominion jumped that route right away. They saw that coming just based on that short drop back and Johnson wanted to get rid of that ball immediately. That was out within a second. That ball was tipped and went straight through a Dominion Titans cornerback's hands up in the air and Trey didn't, wasn't just in enough range for Trey to die for it. It was just out of his reach. Ball now at the 24-yard line of the Titans. Again, the pride are driving. We've seen this many times. Ball at the 24. Here's Johnson in the shotgun on this third and six. Five minutes left in this first half. Johnson's going to fumble the snap and he's going to dive on it. I think it looks like he got it back. 
but he's going to lose yardage there, and that's going to bring up another punt as Johnson comes up a little bit gingerly. Yeah, uh, one of the Def Dominion Titans just swung his arm out, took out his legs there, and then he got hit hard by another Dominion linebacker who came in and just as uh, he's laying on the ground, was aimed right at his back because he was laying on that ball, came right in, and now he took a hard hit. Looks, he looks very shaken up on this play as he just took off his helmet as he's walking around. Doesn't look like he knows really what's going on right now. Got to look out for concussions, especially in youth sports. Never want to see that on either side. And it looks like we'll have a timeout here. Not sure who took it. As the officials convene here at the 30, at the 28-yard line. Looks like it's heritage based on the timeout count on the scoreboard right now. So they'll take a timeout as they try to regroup before a 4th and 11 with 5 minutes left. And again, those red zone woes are coming back to bite the heritage pride. Yeah, what are we at? Fourth and 11 now. They weren't able to finish. They were right outside the red zone. So basically the same, you know. So Dominion doing another great job of bending and not breaking. I mean, I don't know how much longer they can do this, but if it's working, it's working there. Yes. Dominion's doing a great job keeping them out of the end zone. And it looks like that's kind of an awkward distance for a punt, kind of an awkward distance for a field goal. But Johnson's back out on the field. Are they going to go for it on fourth and 11? I think the thinking here is if even if you don't get it, Dominion's not going to get great field position at the 28-yard line. So why not, I think, is their rationale here as Johnson's in the shotgun. Trips to the near side. Johnson fakes the handoff, and he's going to throw to the left side. Two Titan players there, and it's going to be broken up. Trey Hayes on the play there. What an aggressive play there by Trey Hayes as he just went up. That ball was just lofted up there. He went in and he just absorbed the contact and knocked that ball down. Great play there by Trey Hayes getting up against the Heritage wide receiver on that play, breaking it up, and now Dominion's got some more momentum as now we're back on offense, charging down the field. Ball now at the 28-yard line after the turnover on downs by the Pride, and they'll come out on defense, and we'll see Aiden Dolan again. Aiden Dolan has looked good so far, and... No, it looks like we'll see A.J. Dara at a quarterback, and this is an interesting decision. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that right there because everything's comfortable. Everyone's rolling against Dolan right now. Dolan with the more athleticism and speed than Dar, especially coming out of the backfield with carries and stuff. So now Heritage can kind of change their game plan a little bit if, in fact, Dar is staying in at quarterback. Dar in the pistol. Zegby behind him. Two receivers to the near side, one to the far side. Dar drops back to pass, rolls right. He fires. Complete caught by Bronson Hyde, and he'll go down at the 39-yard line near a first down if he didn't get it there. He's extremely close. And a good start there for A.J. Dar, number 12. Yeah, good drop back, quick release. Get, fire that in. That was a strong pass right to his target. That's what you want to see. That's what I was talking about. Get establishing um, confidence in your quarterback here. A few short throws. What was that, eight yards? So, I mean, yeah, just keep doing that. You'll get down the field eventually. I mean, I like that a lot. And here's Dar now fakes the handoff, and he's going to roll right. He's under pressure. He's going to run, and he's going to be brought down for a gain of about no gain on the play as he'll go down at the 39-yard line. And I don't know if he got the first down as there's four minutes left now in the second quarter, no, it and it looks look like it's like going to be it. a third and one now for the tight. It's a crucial play here as they're going to want to not go three and out after that emotional play by their defense. Dar in the pistol, Zegby behind him. And it's going to be a... F they'll blow the play dead. Looks like it's on Heritage. Looks like it's going to be a penalty on Heritage. Looks to be... If they pointed in the... If the ref pointed in the correct It was either direction. a timeout. It, might, it looks oh, to be a timeout, timeout for timeout. The, the Pride as they're going to use their second timeout of the half. Both teams now down to one. And that's an interesting decision by the Heritage Pride. I mean, no, listen. No, it was a Titan timeout. 
that's an even more questionable decision because if you're the Titans, you want to save those timeouts in case you're going to be driving down the field. Yeah, now we're out of timeouts with uh, three minutes and thirty or three three minutes and forty-seven seconds left on the clock. Dude, what do you do? You, what do you think about the Dar Dolan switch? <sighs> Coach Buck told us we'd see both today, but right now at this time, I don't all the momentum exactly. On your side. Exactly. Well, I mean, I also like to think about the message it's sending to the sideline. I mean, I know you told the guys that both would play, but Dolan's outperformed Dar in this game. I mean. He's got three rushes for 92 yards. He's become more of a threat. And A.J. Dar looked nice on that first completion, but it's a, it's a, it's I mean, a decision that it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out as they line up in the I formation on this third and one. Kobe Clay in as a fullback. And Dar is just going to sneak it here. Let's see if he got that's it there. Be, that's going to be close. That's going to be really close. That looks that like play. a healthy, healthy spot there by the ref, though, if that's the one they're going to go off of. In fact, yeah, that's a first down. That's a first down for the Titans, and they'll get that first down with three minutes and 43 seconds left in this first half. 7-0 the score as they try to increase upon this lead. Ball now spotted at the 40-yard line for the Titans. Yeah, I'd like to see them uh, try to go deep on one of these plays, try to catch Heritage off guard because they've, only ran, they've only thrown short. I'd like for them to target Trey Hayes down the field, Kobe Clay down the field on one of these plays, or Bronson for that matter. Just get them down the field and try to force one of these uh, Heritage defensive backs that I was talking about before the game to do something. They're going to give it to Zegby. Zegby's going to power forward down to the 44-yard line. He's going to get about four on the play, second and six now for the Titans. Refs blowing the whistle, is that dead play? I no, think clock's running. Clock's clock running. is running as the Titans are trying to tack on a few more points. You're trying to make it a two-possession game going into halftime. Titans started with the ball, and so we're going to see Heritage with the ball to start the second half, and you don't want to give Brett Johnson any opportunity to make this a tie game. They'll come out of the I formation again. Dar's going to hand it off to Zegby. Zegby getting nothing, brought down after a gain of two on the play. Here's my logic, right? You have Dar in the game. He's your passing quarterback. Uh -huh. No offense to Aiden, but he's right, your passing right, quarterback. Right. Aiden's in this game is more of like a rusher kind of guy, uh -huh. kind of intimidate this heritage or keep him honest in the back. Here comes Dar coming off the field now, Dolan back at quarterback. But if you're just going to hand the ball off, what's the point of taking Dolan out of the game? Because exactly. now it has to keep their defense honest with Dolan keeping that ball. You don't really have to be as honest with Dar as your quarterback. No offense to his legs or his running ability. We've seen him run a little bit, but he's we, out of the two, he's more the pocket passer. Mm -hmm. If you could say that the Titans have one as Dolan's going to motion... Hayes over, and there's going to be another penalty here. Delay of game. Delay of game, and that's bad. That's not what you want to see near the end of a game. That's I guess when we do switch quarterbacks like that halfway through the play clock, right. I kind of expect it, especially now, like we said, we're out of timeouts. You're out can't of really timeouts. You can't do much. And you got to think about the impact this is having on the quarterback's rhythm as they're being yeah, I know. tested here, and it's not – a great situation. If you're one of these quarterbacks for Dominion, what's running through your mind right now? Dolan gets checked out of the game. You're like, oh, why am I out of the game now? Dolan now going to take the snap here. Third and, third and 11. He's going to drop back, and it's going to be an option. Dolan's going to run. He's going to break a tackle, and Dolan's going to go down to the 45-yard line before being brought down, and that's going to bring up a fourth down as the Titans are going to be forced to punt. Yeah, Tony rocking onto the field now. That's... 
I think that's disappointing from the Titans right there. You'd like to I see them add a few more I'd, points. And it was I'd like to see them add more points, but I think we could have just kept doing it. I, if, I understand the quarterback switch. Right. I understand what you're trying to do, give both a chance. But why not just change them at halftime? When the exactly. play's, the play's exactly. dead, your defense is going to have a time, so Dar has more time to warm up and stuff. I think they can do that quarterback switch maybe just a little bit later. I just don't agree with it on that at, at that moment right there. And it's... It, interesting decision because when Dar came in, he threw a pass on his first play and then handed the ball off on the next few. And if you're going to bring Dar in, you're going to want to bring him in as a passer instead of a runner. And Titans get or D block getting hype right there after that as uh, Titans come on to punt now. I mean, we want to see. I want to see them get a little more louder. Like that's the first time I've noticed them, honestly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So neon, I want it's neon out here for the uh, D block as they're still displaced from their home uh, home field, but it looks like we'll be getting there in a few short weeks after the Titans travel to Riverside next week. Can't wait to see that new field. It's quite beautiful it's so gonna far. It's going to be a spectacular ball at the 45. Lampy's going to catch this punt at about the 34-yard line. He'll catch it, and he'll get a nice high kick here, a lot of hang time. It's going to be caught at the 21, and they're going to get a good return. The pride is going to come down the field, and he's running. Looks to be a touchdown. There's a flag on the play, and... The pride returner looks to be Seigler is going to be brought down at the 38-yard line. Let's see what the penalty here is. I was really confused by that because one of the Titans arrived there very early based on the hang time of Tony's punt. Great punt, by the way, Tony. Um, he arrived there so early to get down there against the, the punter or against the kick returner, Geo. But he just stopped. Right. Like it's almost like the ref was throwing the flag and he stopped. So I'm interested to see what this flag is based on the reaction of the Titan player here. That's against the Titans. It's against the Titans. That's brutal. Only a minute 30 left, and now they're inside the 40. So this could be very interesting to see how Heritage manages this, even with only one timeout left. And they haven't been successful inside the red zone, but they haven't needed to be. No, not yet. And they're going to have a good field position here to start the game, as we'll see Ian Celebrich run onto the field for the Titans. Correction, it's going to be Ethan Ferguson running onto the field for the Titans as Johnson lines up the shotgun ball at the 36-yard line. Johnson's going to throw a play action, screen to the outside, caught, and about a gain of four on the play to the far side. The clock running now. Heritage is not going to use that timeout. Heritage does need to hurry, though, as we're almost under a minute, so they're going to need to try to get in, which they still have about 35 yards to go to the end zone. The only field goal we've seen them kick so far was blocked, so you don't know what the conference level is in their kicker. Well, obviously it's not that large right now, as they went right. for it on a 4th and 11 from about a 40-yard field goal range. So. Right. Ball now at the 34-yard line. Johnson drops back to pass. Johnson's going to fire deep down the right side. It's going to be incomplete, but... No flag on the play. Good coverage there by Steve Zegby. And all of D-Block was waiting for the flag on that play like we saw earlier. But incomplete pass there. And the Titans are holding here after a terrible punt return and then a penalty. Yeah, that was... A I almost thought that was a pass interference. Right. Steve, Steve got him a little bit early on that play. Kind of, He kind of fell behind him one step, kind of laid back, reached out a, uh, a pause, the last resort, brought down the Heritage defender as that ball was getting to him. So it almost looked like a pass interference. It was close. The ref probably had a better view on it than I did. Right. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt as it helps the Titans right here. Ball on the 34-yard line for this third and six. 51 seconds left. Johnson's going to drop back and roll to his right. Going to throw now a low pass incomplete there. And that's going to continue a frustrating first half for Brett Johnson as he's just 5 of 13, not what we thought we'd see from him today. 
Nah, he's very he's a very accurate quarterback, and he loves passing the ball, and he just hasn't had a lot of options. Titans have done a good job on the wide receivers. Granted, Geo being the only one that's really done anything so far. He's got three catches for 46 yards, and they've been gashing the Titans in the running game with 12 carries for 113 yards by Corey Douglas. I don't know why they just wouldn't keep giving Corey Douglas the ball at exactly. this point. Exactly. I mean, obviously you can't right now as we're <laughs> clock's about to run out. But. Johnson in the shotgun, fourth and six, 46 le seconds left in the first half. He'll take the snap and drop back. He's got time. He's going to roll to his left now, and he's going to be brought down, but not bef before he gained the did he gain the first down? No, not at all. It's a turnover on Downs Dominion ball. He 30 got, seconds left. Got brought down, and it looks like the Titans are going to get the ball one more time here before the half ends. That was one of the most horrible sequence of plays I've seen. When right. A two-minute offense, I mean... That was not good. Two run plays, an incomplete pass, and a shot down the field was great. Well, greatly defended by Steve Zegby, not going to uh, uh, demean his demean, efforts. Yeah, there we go. That's the word I was looking for. Demean his effort on that play. But, I mean, I, that was just poor. If I'm a Heritage fan, I'm very disappointed by that. If you're a Heritage coach, why aren't you getting Johnson a chance to get in rhythm with some short, quick passes? Instead, they've been bombing it down the, play, uh, bombing it down the field since the first play of the game. Here's Dolan now in the pistol. Ball at the 32-yard line. Dolan's going to drop back to pass. They're going to go for a play here, and Dolan's going to run. Dolan's got room. He's going to get the first down and get out of bounds at the 44-yard line. Smart play by Smartly Dolan. Smartly to get out of bounds. We had no timeouts. That was a heads-up play to get out of bounds there. Not a lot of people would think of that. And Dolan made a great play there, great adjustment to get out of bounds and stop the clock. The Titans, it looks like the Pride have been a very boomer bust team so far this year, and they're showing that today as they've got some deep completions, but nothing, nothing, nothing really short, cool. nothing, no sustained drives. No, not really. They, they want to go everything long to either Geo or Corey down the field. They want to get this people involved deep down the field. They want to go boomer bust, and that's what we've seen so far. Is they haven't put up any points on the board so far. 29 seconds left in the first half. Ball at the 44. Dolan's going to drop back and roll to his left. Dolan's going to move back to his right now. Dolan's going to throw down the field, and a short pass as he was hit on the play is dropped by the Heritage Pride defender, and that was nearly a crushing interception for the Titans. Oh, if he intercepted that, that's a, almost a guaranteed pick six. All you'd have is Dolan to beat with yeah. three, three Heritage and blockers Dolan, in front of him. And Dolan was brought down on the play. Dolan was on the ground there, and the Titans look to be... Trying to pass it, trying to get some big plays here late in the I mean, first half. You might as well. 20 seconds left on the board. Exactly. I mean, you, don't, you can't really work it down with no timeouts right now. Yeah. So you might as well take a few shots down the field. You can look at the heritage. Safety's playing very deep and defensive backs sagging off, allowing the underpasses, but nothing deep right now. Ball at the 45-yard line. Here's Dolan now from the gun. Dolan's going to drop back and roll to his left. He's under pressure immediately. Jukes out one guy. Dolan's going to run. He breaks through the line. Dolan's going to make it down to the 42-yard line of the of the pride before he's brought down. Clock is running here as they move clock, the chains. Clock stops as they move the chains right here, so that's huge for them. They might want to spike this ball. And it looks like that's exactly what they're going to do. They blow the whistle, and they're going to spike it here. Ball at the 41. Looks like they're going to have just enough time for about two shots to the end zone. Well, Varun, you're in this situation now. 11 seconds, ball at the 41. How are you handling this? I don't think you could throw it to the middle of the field at all. You're not going to have no. any time to no time throw it. So what I think you got to do is you got to either throw it to the sidelines for a quick play to give yourself either a shot for one uh, Hail Mary or you give uh, Tony Lampy a long field goal, which we know he can make. I, I like my odds with Tony Lampy here. I think we throw it 
You send a few wide receivers down the field, get the safeties thinking, yeah, they're going big on this play. Throw it under to one of these Dominion wide receivers. Get out for uh, Tony Lampy field goal. Here's Dolan. Dolan's going to drop back and roll it to his left. Looks like they're going to be throwing it deep here. Dolan nearly going to get sacked, and he's going to get sacked, and that's a killer. You cannot get sacked there, and that look, that's going to end this first half. Yeah, as he had number 17 wide open there. I just easily found him, walked out of bounds there. I thought Tony Lampy for a long field goal. I like that. Overall for the Titans, it's been a mixed first half as they scored early, but they were not able to continue that momentum. Their defense has played well, but it's only a 7-0 lead as they go into halftime. Yeah, I think Dominion defense has done a brilliant job so far, keeping them out of the end zone. They were within the red zone, and they've bent but not break. As you've mentioned numerous times, I think they've done a great job, and I'd like to see them continue that in the second half here. We knew that the Titans were going to need to contain uh, Giovanni Sagler, and they've done that to some extent. He's only got three catches for about 46 yards, but overall, he hasn't had the impact that we thought he would have. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to see, I thought we were going to see more out of Brett Johnson, and I thought we were going to see more out of Corey Douglas, or out of um, Giovanni Seigler, too. Right. But, I mean, those two haven't really connected for that much, as we mentioned, three catches. I mean, I think we're going to see them more involved as they're going to be losing heading into the right. second half, and their running game wasn't doing a whole lot for them here in the second quarter. It was really relevant in the first. Right. But I think heading into the second quarter, they're going to do a lot, so... I'd like to see Brett's, um, Brett Johnson get more, or sorry, wouldn't like. I think Heritage is going to need Brett um, Johnson to get more involved in order to have team success. Johnson's just 6 for 15 for 45 yards, and for Johnson, it's not a good start. And we're just about ready to take you to the halftime interview with Jimmy Chris, the Titans star defensive lineman. Hello and welcome to the Dominion Titans halftime show. I'm Ian Whitfield, and I'm joined here by All-State offensive lineman Jimmy Chris. Jimmy, how are you today? Good, how are you? I'm doing great. Um, so we're going to jump right into it with a few questions for you, Jimmy. All right, is that all right? Yep. All right, awesome. Uh, question one. The team had a rough game last week against South Lakes, obviously a tough opponent coming out of 6A. But what do you guys have to do better, have you guys been doing this week, in order to prepare for a game against Heritage? Uh, we're just trying to do more of the team theme and play with more enthusiasm. Uh, last week, we didn't really play together. We sort of played it individually. But uh, this week, we're working on being less selfish and just trying to work together. Awesome. Um, as you guys head into a stretch of schedule where you guys play a lot of district teams and a lot of teams that are actually in your conference, what do you guys have to do to have success in these games? Well, again, we need to have like the team theme, and we need to come out stronger. We need to stop being a second-half team. We need to play a full game. Like We need to play up to our potential because we have a lot of potential, but we're just not showing it yet. And every game so far has been the biggest game of the year. And uh, we just need to beat Heritage. Uh, is there any pos certain position that you guys, that you need to, that you believe you need to see a lot of improvement at? As there's like question marks around quarterback and other positions um, like that? I don't think so. I think that we're all around a good team. We just need to all play up to our potential. All right, cool. Obviously, you play both sides of the ball. Which side do you prefer to play and why? Um, I'm getting recruited for offensive tackle, but during the game, I like to play defense more just because it's more action. Mm -hmm. Oh, what, what's your favorite part of uh, getting to uh, get into the quarterback, uh, trying to beat those big offensive linemen and just show them who's boss? Or uh, Probably getting sacks. That's probably like the highlight moment for linemen because on offensive line, you usually don't get like any good highlights except for whenever you pull. That's a big thing, but on defense, just sacks or tackles in the backfield. Right. As a captain of the team, what do you do on and off the field that helps 
helps lead the team to when you guys are in good times and bad times? Uh, I've always not been a very vocal person, but I've been like a lead by example. But we just try and pick each other up in the game and tell each other not to panic. Uh, during like the rough stretch like against or in a game like for South Lakes, for example, what, what did you do to help keep your team motivated and stuff as you guys had to keep your heads up and be able to try to get back in that game? I uh, kept motivating people to stop losing hope and uh, just not get down on each other. You do that vocally or by example in those games? Uh, well, in the games I talk more, but like in practice I lead more by example, but in the games I usually just talk. Right. Uh, you have been a part of the Dominion football program for four years now, keeping in mind you're only a junior because you started back in eighth grade at playing at a JV level. What has your journey been like? Uh, it was great. Eighth grade, we had a rough year, but then – my freshman year, I got to play with my older brother, and we went to the state semifinals, which was pretty nice. And then uh, last year, we uh, made it to the playoffs, and this year, and we're uh, we got second time district champions, and we're trying to get there again this year. Oh, what was it like playing alongside your brother back in the uh, I was great days. <laughs> I uh, played left tackle, and he played right tackle. I was just trying to hang in and try and do my job. You still uh, watch him a lot as he's playing at UVA now, and. Try to copy some of the stuff that he's doing? Yeah, just trying to compete with my brothers, <laughs> trying to be better. That's awesome. Uh, you are on pace to be the biggest football recruit out of Dominion, and that's absolutely incredible. Uh, how, do you, how do you feel about that? Like, what do you have to do to, like, maintain that? Uh, well, mostly it's Coach Buck. He just brings in a, a ton of coaches in the offseason. He's really helped me the most, and uh, I've also been blessed, obviously, by God. With my t with uh like my height and stuff like that, and Coach Buck has just made the most of it. Your entire family's been gifted great size and great athleticism. Um, you have experienced many awesome experiences through your recruitment. Um, would you like to relive one of them for us? Um, well, uh, just those night games are really fun. Like we got to watch Tommy play uh, a couple weeks back against Richmond, which is really fun. Uh, do you have like a certain like recruitment like a coach came in or something that you that was a really cool experience or something? Uh yeah, the uh the Wake Forest coach, the head coach came in to watch one of our workouts. And how was that? Cool. Like how did you uh have to act differently and perform? Did it change anything? Uh not really, but I was just a little more nervous, I guess. That's awesome. What is it like every game that you have so many people focused on you and so many parents watching you and people specifically saying, oh, that's Jimmy Christ out there? What, is that a lot of pressure on you, or how do you handle that? Uh, it's a little bit of pressure, but i just trying to live up to it, and I'm not trying to – I'm also not trying to get a big head or anything and just trying to grind. Yep. Um, who is the most famous person you've met so far in your recruitment trips, and what is a big-name person that we would – We'd all be aware of that something that stands out. Uh, at Louisville, I met Chris Mack. It was actually at a restaurant. That's awesome. What, uh, what was the occasion? Did he just come with you and the football coach? Uh, no, we just saw him and the other coaches <laughs> just sitting down across the table. That's actually, that's really cool. Um, what are you looking for in a college football program as you are deciding where to play, and what schools have shown a lot of interest in you? Um, probably a place where I'd play a lot, and also I'd, I guess just fit in the most with the rest of the players. And uh, I've gotten interest from uh, Ohio State, Notre Dame, uh, Clemson. I got mail from all those schools. And uh, also I have, like, offers from Nebraska, Michigan State, UVA, uh, Maryland, and some other local schools. But 
I'm not necessarily just trying to go to the biggest school. I'm just trying to go to a place where like good, but also will play. Have you been to most of these schools yet? Like actually visited them or if they came to like visit you? Yeah. Well, they visited in the off season, but I also went to a lot of the schools when I also went with my older brother because he was getting recruited by a lot of the schools that I'm getting recruited by. But uh, I've also visited a lot with my dad and uh, I'm going to some other schools later. When can people expect a commitment by you to a school? Um, well, me and my parents have talked about this, and my older brother also committed around this time. I'm probably going to commit in the spring, probably earlier in the spring, but I'm not going to try and drag the schools along too long. Well, that's, that's good. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, your dad has been a coach for Dominion High School for a couple years now, a few years, and that must be quite an experience, or quite an honor to have him there with you. Um, what is it like having your dad as a coach, and how has it helped you? Uh, just pushing me every day, even though some days he would, like, yell at me, but I guess it would just make me more mad and push myself. <laughs> and uh, he was there whenever I first got there, so he was there, like, my brother's senior year. And w what does he coach? Is he a head coach, an assistant coach? Or? No, he's uh, he helps with the O-line and D-line. But he's not like, he's just an assistant O-line slash D-line coach. Well, thank you for being our halftime interview, Jimmy. Now we are going to take a quick commercial break and a break for station identification, and we will be right back with the action. Hello, and welcome to the Dominion Titans halftime show. I'm Ian Whitfield, and I'm joined here by All-State offensive lineman Jimmy Christ. Jimmy, how are you today? Good, how are you? I'm doing great. Um, so we're going to jump right into it oh, with a few questions. Hello and welcome to the second half as the Dominion Titans are taking on the Heritage Pride. Ian, I know you've got something to say. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my grandfather listening in Somerville, South Carolina. Happy birthday, Pap Pap. Happy 84th birthday. Don't look a day over 50, but happy <laughs> birthday, grandfather. All right, let's talk about this game quickly as the Titans are leading 7 to nothing. They got that fast start we wanted. They started on they scored on the second drive of the game after an Aiden Dolan 72-yard touchdown run. But since then, both teams have been really quiet offensively. Yeah, since since that Aiden Dolan run, which was magnificent, breaking a few tackles right there. He's done that uh, Dominion's done a great job of uh, preventing this heritage offense from doing a lot, especially with how you have Brett Johnson all over the place, or how we thought Brett Johnson was going to be all over the place. Sorry, my bad, misspoke. Um, I, I want to, if I'm heritage, I want to see Brett Johnson get more involved. I want to see Geo get more involved, and I want to see Kobe Clay get involved way more. Those are their three-headed monsters that they have. If heritage wants to get involved, that's what they have to do. For Dominion. We need Corey Douglas. Or Corey Douglas. Sorry, what, what <laughs> Kobe, did I say? Kobe Clay. Kobe then. Clay, I'm sorry. If Kobe Clay gets involved for them, we've got some problems. So I, I've just been saying Kobe's Clay's we name are, so much that we he already just got Dominion. My head. Yeah, we already got Dominion uh, teacher, uh, Mr. Baker, coaching for the Pride. So we don't want a Dominion player going over to the Pride. And we are, the band is performing for the first time this season. I know that they've been working very hard to get to this moment, and it's great to see them on the field. They're doing an incredible job. I'd like to give a shout-out to Ayumi Siyuki and Chris Goodhart, two fellow AOS students of mine performing in the band. And let's talk about this Dominion game, as it's the first game of their district schedule. They've played four non-conference games so far, and it's going to be a tough road for them in the D Dallas district. They're currently eighth right now at 2-2, two and two, but... We play two very hard teams. We play two, two very losses. tall teams, and those teams are going to give them power points even though they lost. Power points are crucial when it comes to playoff rankings and stuff like that. Exactly, and those power points are going to be the reason the Titans are going to be able to get into the playoffs if they continue to play well, which they have so far. Their defense has been lights out today. Oh, so far it's been magnificent. I mean, 
the way they've been able to stand within the 30-yard line has been great. I'd like to see their offense get a little more involved. I'd like to see Dolan do, or not Dolan do a little bit more, but just overall um, offensive success is we've been able to work down a little bit towards like the 40 and 30, but we've kind of stalled just kind of like this heritage team so far. Right, we've seen a lot of penalties for both teams, a lot of pre-snap penalties, and those penalties have affected the Titans. Yes, it has so far. And I mean, both teams need to be way more disciplined on uh, the offensive and defensive ends in order to um, have successes. You saw Heritage on within the five yards of the end zone And then they had twice. the penalties. And they've had two penalties that have just pulled them back. And I'm sure Heritage is going to get yelled at by their coach for that here in the locker room. But if they want to have success, they're really going to need to cut down on these penalties. And you guys heard that interview that we had with Jimmy Christ there. And Jimmy Christ has been phenomenal this season. He's been phenomenal today. He's been, you may not see his name called that often, but he's occupying double teams and he's letting other guys like Jamari Robinson make big plays. He's already gotten in the backfield a couple times. We've mentioned his name a few times here, but I mean, if he, he's going to be able to get in the backfield, he's going to be one that needs to get in the backfield because being a captain of this team, he leads this defensive line into the backfield, and if they see Jimmy getting over there, they go, oh, now we got to get it. We have to follow in our captain's footsteps right here. Exactly. As he mentioned during our interview that you've just listened to, he leads by example, and he's someone that the Titans rely heavily on. As he's an All-State as a sophomore last year, which is absolutely incredible. Let's give you a quick stat book update presented by Varsity Stat Book. Varsity Stat Book, your home for all Varsity Stats needs. Uh, A.J. Dar is one for one with nine yards a completion on one uh, throw. Aiden Dolan on the other end is 0 for 4, but he's made his mark on the ground as he's rushed six times for 121 yards and a touchdown. Those are phenomenal numbers for Dolan. Yeah, I, I love to see Dolan getting these carries, and it's almost, he's it's not what I'm expecting from him, really. I mean, he's getting stopped at about five yards on the carry, and then all of a sudden, he's bursting out of tackles. He's bursting out of contact for another 20 yards on his carries as he's averaging 20 yards per carry right now with that long 78-yard touch, 72-long yard touchdown run which is that was awesome to watch it was incredible he broke off another a tackler at the 40 and scampered on for another 60 yards and he's been effective so far as the band gets off the field we've got a minute and 42 seconds left in this halftime and we're gonna take you now to a few commercials as we pause for a commercial break bookkeeping is hard there's no way around it it's tedious time-consuming and often difficult work why should you spend your weekends working on balance sheets and looking at income statements and bake reconciliations when you can go over to Lori Chris's and have it done for you, all for one low monthly fee? To get your bookkeeping done for one low fee, call 703-304-5173. Once again, that's 703-304-5173. The Chris Accounting Group, monthly bookkeeping made simple. Hey Titans, it's Coach Buckwalter. Hiding your smile under your helmet? Here at Barracot Orthodontics, they can certainly help. As a premier orthodontist in Sterling, they've treated countless Titans, and they love to have you as patients. Come see them for a free consultation and get going on a great smile. They specialize in braces and Invisalign. When you come in, mention you heard it here on the broadcast for a special discount and a fun surprise. After all, we get it. It's all about your game face. Let's go Titans. I'm J.P. Finley of NBC Sports Washington, and you are listening to Titans Football on the DHS Press Network. Go to dhspress.com for all the news Hello Titans fans. Hello and welcome back to the DHS Press presentation of Titan Football. The Dominion Titans taking on the Heritage Pride. We're just about ready to take you to the second half as there's about two minutes left in halftime. The Titan players are warming up, and they've been great so far. Yeah, they have looked great. 
they have looked really good so far, and I, I would like to see them continue on defenses. Now they're coming out to do their uh, pre-half stretches, and they look pretty. They look pretty good, and they look confident coming out here right now. Yeah, they look confident. They should be, as this defense has been spectacular so far. They've allowed some yardage on the ground, but overall they've been spectacular in terms of limiting huge plays and preventing red zone touchdowns. They have not let up a single point, and this is their first first half shutout of this year. As in prior uh, half times, they've let up a lot of points and put their offense in a hole. And now the Titans can do what they do best. They can run the ball. They can control the clock, and they can try to keep the ball out of Brett Johnson's hands. Because listen, he hasn't been great today, but Brett Johnson is a dangerous passer with a lot of accuracy and a lot of arm strength. And one throw from him to Giovanni Sagler or uh, another one of these players on the Heritage Pride offense, and we could see a tie game real fast. I mean, his arm strength that he's displayed so far is—I don't—I don't, I don't want to like talk about how good he is anymore, right. as it's going to harm Dominion. But his arm strength that he's displayed so far is at another level so it's far. Incredible. I mean, that's not something that we really see from a high school quarterback, a pocket passer like this. We haven't seen any high school quarterback so far this year. I mean, we saw... Even, even like South Lakes or right, something. Right, even South Lakes. They had a running quarterback in Marcus Miles, and this is a new look for the Titans as they're going to have to try and adjust, and they've done a great job so far. They've they pressured so him. They've not allowed big plays down the field. I mean, listen, for all the talk that we've had about him, he hasn't been great so far. He's 6 for 15. That's like 40%. That's 40% yeah. completion, and you can't have that and try to win a game. I, I think you're going to see a spike in his stats this mm -hmm. come the second half right here. I mean, he's obviously the focal point of their offense. He starts everything, His even his carries. Like, right. he had a bunch of carries for a bunch of yards here. He's like 5 for 30. 5 for 30 to be exact. And he's he's one of the – he's their focal point, and we've talked about this. And he's probably going to get a nice commitment as once he turns into a senior right. coming in or even later this spring. But, I mean, they, get, they have to get um, – Geo, sorry, Geo involved in this game way more if they want to see success. And for Johnson, I like to see them give him a lot more short passes. If he's going to be successful, they're going to need to give him a lot more short passes, get him in rhythm, and then throw down the field. Let's talk about Dominion now as they're the ones leading this game on that Aiden Dolan 72-yard touchdown run. Let's see who comes out to start quarterback. We saw A.J. Darren for about three or four plays before he got taken out, and I really don't understand the rationale there. I completely I, I completely agree with you on that. I, I, I understand a halftime switch is kind of like the same thing they do in soccer and in all these other sports when they switch goalies or they switch something like that at halftime. You don't want to switch someone halfway like in the middle of a game. Right. Like, or I mean, halftime is okay because the play is dead. They're coming in cold. They can do a little bit of a warm-up, get ready. It's going to be interesting to see what they do here, but I just don't agree with that switch with a minute 30 left in the half. I, I don't like that at all, especially when Territus is already off balance because Dolan's 72-yard run and the fact he's averaging 20 yards per carry on, on six carries, which yeah. is magnificent to say the least. But I think if we can get Dar involved as a little bit of a pocket passer right here, it's going to be it's going to be good. I think I think no matter who's at quarterback, I mean, it's going to be able to work the ball down the field in the second half against this Heritage uh, defense, who have really hasn't looked that strong. It's just like our offense is just kind of stalled when we get near the goal line. Exactly, and down at the sideline at the 33-yard line is Ethan is Jacob uh, sorry Ethan Ferguson, and that's not a good sign for the Titans as. He's a key part of their defensive line. He's a huge guy at 290 pounds, and he's down as Amanda Hines, the Dominion trainer, is looking at him. Let's just keep an eye on that right now. Does it look like he could just be taking a moment of silence right here? Buck's now down there talking to him. He may not just not be feeling that this, well. We'll, we'll, yeah. see what, we'll see what ends up happening with this. We'll keep you updated. We'll keep you updated on that as we're just about ready for this second half to begin. Tony Lampy is getting ready for the kickoff. Whip, uh, Ferguson is up, and he's put his helmet back on. Looks like he is fine. Buck gave him a nice talk there. 
Here we go. Ball is at the 40-yard line. We're ready for a second half, bringing you the second half of this game of Titans football. Lampy's kick is a booming one down at the 6-yard line, and that's where this returner will bring it. He'll bring it out to the 30-yard line, 32 before he's brought down. A 26-yard return there for the Pride Defender. We'll see this Dominion offense, uh, Dominion defense try to contain the, the Heritage Pride once again. That was a nice return there by that Heritage player. That's a great um, kick again by Tony Lampy. He really can boom the ball, and that's something we've seen throughout this season. And that's it's something underrated that like a lot of people won't focus on. It's like not you go to school and you're like, wow, did Tony Lampy have quite a good game? Exactly. You talk about how Dolan ran for 72 yards, but Dart or, or he, he pushes them all back, and it's huge for this team. And here's a handoff now to Corey Douglas, and he'll get about four on the play down to the 36-yard line. And coaches always talk about the importance of field position. That's where a guy like Lampy is so important. He's the difference between their offense starting on the 20-yard line and starting on the 5-yard line. And that's a huge difference because it gives your defense so many more options on what you're going to do. And especially on kickoffs, the way he's able to get the ball down there, you haven't seen that from many Dominion teams. No, you haven't. And that's something that even when we had um – uh, a whole of our other kickers in the past. That if we even had a first team all call, a district kicker, that was he. That was a uh, difference maker. Here's Johnson now faking the handoff and running to the right side. He's going to get the first down and go out of bounds at the 44 yard line. Great play there by Johnson. I think that's something they're going to try to do for uh, the majority of this half. They want to get him involved. They want to make sure he's part of their offense and that everything that they're doing is going to revolve around him and getting the ball into Geo's hands, into Corey's hands, and make sure everything they're doing is just revolving around him because he's obviously their focal piece from everything they've shown. Yeah, he's been great so far. and Sorry, he hasn't been great so far, and he's going to need to be great if this team's going to win. Here's Johnson now in the shotgun, Douglas next to him. He's going to give it up the middle to Douglas, and Douglas is going to get nothing there, brought down by a bunch of tight end defenders. And for these running backs, when you've got a defensive line like the tight ends against you, it's got to be an imposing sight. Seeing guys like Jamari Robertson at 260 pounds, Ethan Ferguson at 290 pounds, Ian Slebridge, a sophomore, at just 210 pounds. But not they, to mention Jimmy Chris. Not to mention Jimmy Chris. <laughs> I named all those names and didn't say Chris's name, and he comes in at 6'7", 270. And it's something that... Kevin Healy, the South Lakes head coach, talked about as he said, Dominion's one of the few teams that matches up to us size-wise. That's not something you can see very often from 4A teams. Here is Johnson now in the shotgun ball at the 44-yard line, first down and 10. He'll give it to, to Douglas. Douglas running up the right side. Douglas gets the corner, and he'll go out of bounds at the 40-yard line. That's everything I've been saying so far. He's all speed. He, once he gets that um, wheel, once he gets his wheels churning, it's hard to stop him. And I'm, he didn't, he d hasn't really shown any shiftiness so far. Have you really seen him go ISO in the field against one of our safeties and say, "Okay, that's it. I'm going to give you a jab step, and I'm going to go the other way." Exactly. He it's hasn't been able to do it's that. It's all bursting by him with speed. And it's, if you're a Dominion defender, all you have to do is get in his way right here. I mean, easier said than done, obviously. Right. But you, he's not going to beat you with um, uh, finesse. Right. He's a pure speed runner. Here's Johnson now in the pistol. He's going to throw a short screen out to number 14, Roche. And Roche is going to get three, maybe two on the play. Pass there to Devin Roche, the senior receiver and linebacker. That's an interesting combination, a senior uh, playing receiver and linebacker are different sizes. Yeah, that is that is kind of surprising, actually. You don't see that a lot now. Uh, tackle there made by the quarterback, Aiden Dolan. That's an interesting, team about this uh, interesting thing about this Titans team as 
they play both their quarterbacks on defense. You see A.J. Dar playing that outside linebacker position, and then you see Aiden Dolan in the backfield. Here's Johnson now. He's going to give it to Douglas. Douglas trying to get to the outside, unable to do so. He's going to be brought down by three Dominion defenders, including Ian Slebridge and Ethan Ferguson, and they're going to bring him down for a loss on the play. Yeah, Ian Slebridge has really came into his like own right here. I mean, he's a sophomore holding his own against some of these grown men, junior, seniors, majority seniors. Some yeah. of these men much bigger than him. He's really came into his own, and he's going to be a future pe a future uh, focal piece of this Titan defense in the future, and I can't wait to see how he develops. At just 210 pounds, he's more of a speed rusher, but he plays on the inside, and he does a great job clogging up these running lanes. He's going to come off the field here, and we're going to see this, uh, off this uh, pride offense. Third and eight now with nine minutes and 20 seconds left in the third quarter. Johnson fakes the pass. He turns around, and he's going to fire a deep downfield into double coverage. It's going to be broken up by Steve Zegby. Great play there. Coverage on the play by Steve Zegby and Trey Hayes as they broke up the pass intended for Gio, Gio uh, Sagler. Yeah, that's obviously who you want to throw that ball to in that circumstance. But I don't care who the wide receiver is. I take Trey Hayes and Steve Zegby, unless it's like Calvin Johnson or something like that. But, I mean, I like those odds against um, Geo, no matter what. Right. I mean, why are you throwing it into double coverage, especially on third down? I mean, I get that if it's an interception, it doesn't make a difference. But there's got to be more sure plays in the middle of the field and shorter. You don't need to throw it. 50 yards down the field on every play. Here's the punt now from Enriquez. He's going to catch it at his own 49. He gets it off a short kick here, not that high. It's going to bounce at the 21 and then go out of bounds at about the 19. We're going to see this Titan offense. Let's see who comes out at quarterback for the Titans. Heritage, that Heritage punter had no regard for yeah. even re remotely punting that to our punt returner. That thing went directly out of bounds. He turned his hips right away, facing the sideline, and just like barely hit one out of bounds. Like That was like a 30-yard punt, just straight line drive. If that, maybe, it was just a poor punt, really. I don't know what the instruction was there by the coach, but that was not a good punt at all whatsoever. And the Titans are going to start at their own 25-yard line, and we're going to see Aiden Dolan in at quarterback. Dolan has been all right so far. He started out great, but then since then it's been a little bit more shaky for him. That's all running anyways. It's like it's not his main position. Right, he's going to take it and give it to Zegby. Zegby's got a hole. Zegby breaks a tackle, keeps his balance, and he'll go down at the 32-yard line, a gain of seven on the play. Great tackle there by Gio. Uh, yeah. Getting in behind, that was a strong hand to bring down a man like Steve right there. Steve had speed, and all he got was one hand, and he took him off balance and brought him down. Steve, if he turns that corner right there, I, he, might be <laughs> he might be gone, actually. He only had one man to beat with a blocker with him, too. So that could have been really close, especially with that speed of Steve that we've mentioned numerous times and the strength of his legs right there. Zegby's been really good as a power runner, even though he's not the biggest guy. As the Titans are going to come out in the pistol, looks like it's going to be Darian Greenhow in the backfield. Dolan now going to take the snap. Dolan is going to give it to... Steve Zegby on a jet sweep, and Zegby's going to get two yards before being leveled by a defender there. Looks to be number 25, Brandon Wing. They're coming in and laying the hit. That was an absolutely massive hit. Like, yeah. you may want to check to make sure Steve's okay after that hit. That was just a, an absolute shot to the head, like, to the upper body area. He was already hit, and he was already off balance, and that guy came in and finished him off. What a hit there. Uh, that was a good play, though, by the Titans. They right. gave Steve enough room. You don't need to get him a big hole just based on his agility and size and speed. But great, a great play call, good hit there by Heritage. Titans come out of the I formation. Kobe Clay in the backfield. 
Dolan's gonna try getting the first down here on the third and one, and it looks like... Ooh, flag, off, flag after the play. There's gonna be a flag after the play. Let's see if the Titans were able to convert this here. I think they were able to convert it, but it's just going to be interesting to see what this flag was, if it's going to bring it back, if it's going to give them five or ten extra yards on this play. Two flags thrown as the referees convene at the 35-yard uh, line. Let's see what it's going to be here. You typically have a little scruffle after one of those big um, pileups. Pile Let's see if the, the Pride is going to have to stay on the field or if the Titans are going to remain on the field, but it looks like they're going to get the first down here. Let's see what the penalty is. It's going to be an unnecessary ah. roughness against the Titans. That's going to push them back. And they're going to get the first down, but they're going to be backed up here as they're going to move back to the 20-yard line. Yeah, it looks like it. At least it's still first down, though. So it's we first down, but chance. it's first down in 15. 15. And for the Titans, you know, you, you don't want to start out backed up. You want to get long drives going here. You don't want to go three and out and just give the ball back as we've got seven minutes and 45 10. seconds left. It looks like it's only going to be a first and 10 on the penalty. That's good news for the Titans. Ball at the 20-yard line now. Here's Dolan Not in the, the pistol. Not the world for the Titans after that. Right. And looks like there's going to be a timeout for the Titans. Why are they taking a timeout here? Stopping the clock and delaying the game. It's interesting choice here by Coach Buckwater as he's trying to get his offense around him, get him a little bit of water, get him some instruction. Seven and a half minutes left. Titans lead 7-0 over the Heritage Pride. What do you think? I think Dominion needs to be disciplined here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were driving, or we shouldn't say driving. We were doing pretty well, working the ball down the field slowly but surely. Got a first down. We were going to be at like around the 40-yard line here. I thought we were going to do pretty well in this drive, and now all of a sudden we're backed up 20 yards. I mean, I'm sure I can't read lips, but I saw Coach Buck yelling something. I'm pretty sure it was discipline. Yeah, he's got a... He's got to get his team to be a little bit more disciplined as they've had a lot of penalties here today before the snap and after the snap. And those are the penalties you can't have. If you've got holdings, it's different. But they've had two unsportsmanlike penalties today. And listen, I don't you know what the do refs that. are doing, but you cannot give up yards like that. That's 30 yards in penalties right there. The refs are definitely looking for it now as it's happening right, numerous exactly, times. So you've got to exactly. be careful. Ball now at the 20. And it's going to be an offside here. On the pride, that's another penalty for them. They've had a lot of those today. Well, like I said, they love jumping the gun. And number five there on the edge for Heritage took one step, and Dominion quick to recognize that, got up and said, hey, ref, ref, ref. And they saw <laughs> it, and now we got our call, and that's good. That gets us back to where we kind of were at that uh, before that uh, long uh, unsportsmanlike conduct. First and five from the 25. Dolan's going to give it to Trey Hayes. Trey Hayes on the handoff. Hurdles a man. Hayes is going to break a tackle and power forward to the 31-yard line, a gain of six on the play, and he'll get a first down. Great job there, breaking three tackles. I mean, he might have got five yards after contact on that play. Strong, he's not that tall, but we said mentioned strong and fast, and Trey is able to break those tackles. Low center of gravity, able to get through. Now we got first and 10 for Dominion. Well done. First and 10 for the Titans, seven and a half minutes and counting left in this third quarter. They lead by a touchdown as their defense has been shutting out the pride so far. But here's our offense right now. Ball at the 30-yard line. Here's Dolan from the pistol. He's going to get it to Zegby. Zegby with a hole. Zegby gets tripped up, but not after he gets a first down at the 41. And Zegby looked like he was going to get a lot of yards there. He is so like quick off that line. Like most explosive. running backs in high school. Explosive. That's the word. Thank you. He's so explosive off that line. Most high school running backs get that ball one, two, three, four steps. Right. And now they're at full speed. Like we saw, we've seen that from... Um, uh, Kobe uh, Corey Douglas so far. He needs four steps to get going, but I mean, once he does, he's fast. Steve gets that ball, and all of a sudden, he's off. 
and he's right to the races after that like first step, and that's great. Like what we like to see from our running back. It's that acceleration and that burst in short areas that makes him such a great player. Ball at the 42, first and 10 for the Titans. Here's Dolan. He's going to give it to Zegby now. There's a flag on the play. Zegby makes a cut, and Zegby's going to power forward down to the 47-yard line. Let's see what the penalty is yeah, here. Another flag. Jeez. Yeah, this is not good for the Titans. You've got to be more disciplined, especially when you're leading and trying to choke away the game from the pride. Is that a, you think that's going to be against the Titans right here? I think it's going to be a pre-snap penalty. I think I saw one of the players flinch. Might have just been me, but let's see what they call here. Long time. Yeah, long penalty. Picked the it Titans up. Are, and waved they it off. They waved it off, and that no penalty it looks like as they're not going to call a penalty on the Titans. That's going to bring the Titans a second and about three or four, four, three, four, four on the like play uh, after the Steve Zegby six-yard run. Second and fourth for the Titans from the 46-yard line. I'd like to see Dolan throw the ball in this play. No one's expecting it. Why not? He has thrown the ball four times today but hasn't gotten any completions yet. Here's a handoff to Kobe Clay on the reverse. Kobe Clay gets tripped up, taken down from the ankles, and he's going to dive forward to what's near Look or short. at a first down, and he's going to be just short as I'll bring up a third down. He took one. off. He was trying to hurdle that defender. Ended up having to Superman dive. He reached that ball out, but it looks like he's just short as that knee hit just before the uh, first down marker. And news for any Orioles fans, Buck Showalter, their manager, has been fired after their disappointing baseball season. And it's not something you expected, but Buck Showalter has been there for a while, and he's going to be out now. Ball at the 49-yard line of the Pride Titans on the short side of the field, and they're going to sneak it here with Dolan. Dolan's going to get the first down easily down to the 46-and-a-half-yard line, and he's going to gain about two-and-a-half yards there, more than he needed to get that first down. I love when teams just do quarterback sneaks on inches. It's incredible, I mean, isn't it? I don't know why people don't just exactly. do it more often. In the NFL, they get to inches. They're like, all right, let's do this. We're going to do a fake handoff. Let's get the quarterback out on the wing. Let's yeah. have our offensive lineman dart to the <laughs> left. Let's have our quarterback or our backup quarterback come in and throw a dime all the way over to our tight end doing a <laughs> wheel route. Like, I just don't get it. If you have inches, why not just sneak the ball? It's I mean, everyone expects it, but if you're not able to get inches on a sneak... Yeah, that, <laughs> that says more about your offense yeah. than anything else. Here is Dolan in the pistol, trips to the left side. He's going to give it to Clay. Clay's got room to run. Kobe Clay stiff arms a man. Kobe Clay <gasps> fumbles the ball. The ball is loose, and it and a Heritage football player is going to recover it at the 17-yard line. Big run there by Kobe Clay, but he coughs it up at the end. <laughs> and that's a terrible play. You cannot lose control uh, of the ball. That's so frustrating because d he did everything right there. He had the defender on him, and he just kept going. He got another defender on him, and instead of trying to protect the ball, he went for a stiff exactly. arm. He reached across his body, which exposed the left side of the football right here because he was running down the right flank with the, holding the ball in his left arm, reached over, exposes the football. And then safety comes in and just punches, punches that ball out. out. It was a great play by the Harrison right. safety right there. Going to the, give him props the, on that. But Kobe's got to be smarter on that play, not to just shift his body right in there because that ball's sitting there, Harris just picks it up and all of a sudden the momentum just completely shifts. That's a, a play that's been popularized by Charles Tillman, the peanut punch used by the Redskins' Josh Norman. You see him do it a lot. Ball now at the 16-yard line. Let's see if the Pride are able to do anything with this newfound with this newfound uh, gift they've been given <laughs> by them. Gift and the energy that's going to be given to them. Here's Johnson in the pistol. He's going to take it and give it up the middle to Arcuri, and Arcuri's going to get two, maybe three on the play before being brought down. 
That's a great tackle there by Jamari Robinson, wrapping him up and throwing him. I thought he was almost going to force his own fumble on that play. He had both his arms wrapped up, and he was trying to rip that ball out. You could tell, and he was fired up after that play. I'd like to see him get way more involved in this uh, uh, defensive rush, and he's done a good job so far tonight. But if he can get in there, Jimmy can get in there, even Ethan can get in there a little bit, I think it's going to be really good for this uh, de uh, Dominion defensive line. And they've done a great job so far with pressure, but they've given up a lot of rushing yards already, 102 yards to Corey Douglas. Here's Johnson out with Douglas next to him. He's going to give it to Douglas, and Douglas is going to get to the right. No, sorry, Arcuri is going to go to the right side, but he's going to be leveled at the 24-yard line by Kobe Clay as he's mad after his fumble, and he made up for it right there with a huge hit. Jeez, that was an absolutely massive hit. Like, he, that um, Heritage running back did not see that hit coming at all. He was looking all the way to his left shoulder, and all of a sudden, Kobe Clay comes in like a freight train and absolutely lowers the shoulder right into that shoulder area, and he got absolutely rocked. You could hear the reaction from the fans as they all got a ooh coming <laughs> from all the Titan fans over here as they saw that hit. Third and three now from the 24-yard line. Here's Johnson in the gun. Johnson takes a snap, it's an option. Johnson trying to outrun Jimmy Chris to the corner. He's not able to get there, and he's brought down. Ball is loose, and it looks like Titans may have recovered it before gonna, it went out be of close. bounds. It's going to be close. Trey Hayes do dove on that ball, but it looks like they're not going to give it to us. If he, it's did be not, close. if he did not recover, it looks like it's going to be a first down, an advantageous situation there for the pride as they fumbled the ball on the huge hit there by Zegby as he came up, and the ball just bounced out of bounds past the first down market, that that's going to give them a first down. That gives them a first down? That gives them a first down. That's so unfortunate here for the Titans. An inch away from getting that fumble back and that was getting be, the ball in an incredible field position. That was yeah. going to force a punt. That's really unfortunate for the Titans. Ball at the 29, first and 10 for the Pride. Here's Johnson. Johnson takes a snap, and he's going to give it to Douglas. Douglas breaks one tackle, but he's going to be brought down by two Titan defenders as... Aiden Dolan brings him down and throws him to the ground. You can see a little bit of anger coming from these Titan defenders after forcing a fumble, had him drop for yardage, and then just hands them a first down. That's got to be frustrating for these Titan defenders. I mean, and you can see them bringing him out on this heritage offensive line right now. They thought they would be getting off the field, but instead they're going to be on and try to force another stop here on the Pride offense. And it's been the same story for the Pride offense. They've been able to get almost nothing offensively. They've run the ball, but they haven't been able to throw the ball. Here is Johnson in the gun, ball at the 30. He'll catch it, low snap, play action. He's got time, he's gonna roll right, and he's gonna throw diving catch there made Gio. by Gio. Vani Sagan, he's not gonna get the first down, but he's, oh, it's incomplete, unable to make the play with Sagan as it hit the ground. Oh, that was close from our that angle. Was, that yeah, that our looked very looked clear. That was uh, almost a very good catch by Gio, uh, but well done by the Titans. Um, one of our defensive backs coming in, diving, making that a very difficult catch. Well done there by Dominion, breaking off that pass. And again, we see Johnson have issues with accuracy as he just needed to get that ball a little bit closer to the body of Sagan. Yeah, his lack of completions and his lack of completion percentage and lack of attempts, honestly, is kind of paying off here for Dominion as he's losing rhythm. He's not used. He's not getting like into the same sense of um, rhythm with his uh, wide receivers either. Here's the ball now at the 30-yard line. Third and eight as the Titans try to force another stop. Here's Johnson. Pay action fake. He's got time. He's going to fire it deep down the field. It's going to be almost intercepted by Trey Hayes. Went in and out of his hands, an almost sure play there by Hayes. It, it was just dropped. It was just a clean drop there. The Titans are going to force another punt. Yeah, um, 
uh, Brett Johnson just overthrew um, Gio on that play. It was falling straight into Trey's lap. Trey almost sat back to catch that ball, but I think he got distracted by the hand of Gio that laid out to try to make a one-handed catch. I think he thought it was going to get tipped, and it didn't. It just ended up bouncing off his forearms and just fell out. That's a play that Dominion's going to want back. Fourth and eight here as the Pride get ready to punt. Here's Enriquez from his own 20. The punt now from Enriquez on fourth and eight. It's a high snap. He'll catch it, and it's going to be nearly blocked again by the Titans as Hayes is going to return it and catch it from his knees, and he's going to get out of the first few tackles, and he's got room. Trey Hayes at the 40. Trey Hayes at the 35. Hayes runs through a man. Hayes bringing Oblivion. Oh! Trey Hayes breaks through another tackle, and Hayes is going to run down the sideline. Trey Hayes with an incredible touchdown run breaking seven or eight tackles and getting through an incredible pileup. Trey Hayes with oh an my insane goodness. You can't, play. You can't say enough about how amazing that play was right there. He was he had like at least three or four defenders, correct me if I'm wrong, literally on his back and at his legs. And I, we both of I were about to say, all right, <laughs> and now Dominion has a first down around the 50, exactly. around near the sideline. I don't even know how he stayed in bounds on that play. Gets the ball, runs, and all of a sudden when I look up and Trey Hayes, number four, streaking down the sideline with Kobe Clay, cheering him on all the way, making sure no one's going to come and tackle him. But geez, dude that was ridiculous what a play there by Trey Hayes on that punt return broke not only breaking like four tackles there he broke four tackles when he first caught the ball too exactly. he might have broke wow. every single tackle player on that field trying to tackle him that was ridiculous what a return there by Trey Hayes to give you a recap of the play Hayes caught it on his knees got through broke through two tackles then moved up the sideline got to the 40 to the 35 ran over a man and then looked to be stopped by a huge pileup of Dominion and Heritage players and then somehow he got through that too and was clearly down the sideline and scored that was that Ridiculous. was one of the most incredible <laughs> plays I've ever seen. That's, that was magnificent. What a play there by Trey Hayes. And that just gives us a complete spark and demoralizes Heritage. That's going to be hard for Heritage to now come back on the field after that and have confidence. What a play there. That's going to make it 13 to nothing. And the Titans are going to try to make it 14 to nothing here on the Lampy extra point. A little bit of delay here, not sure what it is. And the Titans now suddenly have a little bit of cushion in this game with 225 remaining. A little bit of time taken on this extra point right here, trying to sort something out. Not sure what Not the confusion sure what's is. On. Yeah, the ball's going to be spotted as always on extra points at the five-yard line. The refs were talking to the heritage coaches. It almost like they were trying to figure out if the play should have been called dead or if he was out of bounds or something. But it's not like there's any challenges that they can call high school football. I'm sorry. I'm still in shock by the Trey Hayes play. <laughs> I mean, you should have seen us in the booth. I mean, he we was jumping, jumping up and down. jumping up and down. I'm I, going crazy over here. Varun's still calling the game jumping wow. up and down. That was, that's, not a, that's maybe one of the better plays I've ever seen. Here's Lampy now for the extra point from the 10-yard line. It's high snap, but he'll get it up, and the kick is up, and it's good. 14 to nothing the score now. Dominion Titans have been oh. spectacular so far. A 70-yard punt return by Trey Hayes. A Heritage player is seriously injured on the field right now. Like Dominion's even making sure he's okay. Trey was over there trying to pick him up. It's like almost like the, you don't see that whenever a normal player gets injured. So that was bad because they were all calling trainers onto the field or something. And he's laying there rolling around in agony right now. I hope he's all right. Oh, jeez. Oh, that does not look good. He's squirming he's squir and writhing. Oh, yeah, my. Yeah, he's punching the he's turf punching as hard as he possibly can. This does can. not look good, folks. I felt 
Like, you know it's bad when the other team's yeah. over there trying to pick you up. Like, come on, come on, you're okay. You don't really see that when a normal player just goes down. Like, Ethan went down earlier. We had a couple other Dominion players get injured. You, and we didn't see any Heritage players come over like, hey, man, are you yeah, okay? exactly. You don't really see that. So that's I, we hope for the best for this Heritage player down here. We got a doctor, a guy in a nurse um, scrum right now down on the field. In the meanwhile, let's give you a quick recap of the game so far. Dominion came out, and they were aggressive early as Trey Hayes, uh, sorry, as Aiden Dolan scored a 72-yard touchdown run to give them an early lead. After that, their Heritage's quarterback, Brett Johnson, has not been very good so far. He's 7 of 18 for just 46 yards, but they've been effective in the run game. And, and they've been effective in the run game as the Titans have been able to limit uh, the passing game, but they've been up a lot of yardage, but they're still uh, shutting out the pry here as they've done a great job inside the red zone. Yeah, we have, or they have done a great job inside of the red zone so far. And I, Dominion's doing a great job at preventing this Heritage um, team from doing anything so far on offense. But I, we have to be able to make sure that we're not going to get distracted now by an injury that's keeping both teams now on a knee for numerous minutes and it looks like he's not he hasn't moved at all he's still rolling around in agony I hope for the best for this poor kid out there but uh, Dominion's going to make sure we can't lose focus Heritage is going to come out with fire because now one of their players is severely hurt and they're, they're, make, their backs are against the wall right now yeah, their they backs have are against to, the wall they have almost, to make a big play yeah, almost heading into the fourth quarter as we mentioned they're a, a boom or bust big team play or um, team big, big play team yeah there we go and you want to make sure that they don't get that big play because then that's going to give them the momentum and all of a sudden it's a one score game and now you have the ball back in a game where your team isn't really putting up consistent numbers if or, or sorry not able to successfully drive down the field ball at sorry the player is down at about the 12 yard line he's surrounded by about five people including the referee and he's not moving folks jeez uh, he's been down for a while both uh Rick Atkins is also out there, the Dominion athletic trainer. He finally just sat up. That's the first movement we've really seen, minus the fact that he was punching the turf as hard right. as he could. Luckily, oh, there's a guy with a nurse scrum on, so you know that there's some kind of like real like mm -hmm. doctor out there right now. So it looks like he's going to limp off the field. He's putting absolutely no weight on that left ankle, left, left leg. Left ankle, the whole left leg, to be honest, yeah. And he's going to be getting off the field, and we're getting ready to resume this football game. We hope for the best for that yeah. heritage, man. We don't we don't like to see that at all. We just want a clean game. We want a fair game where no one gets injured right here. Never want to see an injury, especially on a point after try where you don't normally yeah, see I, injuries. I don't know what happened because all of a sudden I see a great kick by Tony Lampy. Yeah. Credits to the fact that that was over the height of both the <laughs> uprights. So that just shows displays that magnificent leg strength that he has. But the fact that all of a sudden, instead of celebrating Tony Lampy putting that through, they all run over and go, Heritage Man, are you okay? Yeah. Like, unfortunately, we weren't able to see the numbers, so we can't really give you a name on that. But we hope for the best for him and that uh, a good sportsmanship shown by Dominion. And we'd like to see that, too, that they were all over making sure he's okay and they were trying to offer him to get him up and make sure that he's all right. If you're just joining us, the Titans lead 14 to nothing after a after – a 72-yard run by Aiden Dolan and a 70-yard punt return by Trey Hayes. Both of those guys are great friends, and it's great to see them producing as juniors. Yeah, that's awesome. we like to have them for one more year, too, as now they're heading into the midst of their college recruitment. That's going to look good for them as we have numerous college coaches coming in to watch our football exactly. team. Exactly. Here's Tony Lampy with the kick now from the 45, and that's going to be 
easy money for him to get a touchback as he got 15 extra yards there. And went all the way throughout the end of the yeah. end zone. Didn't even land inbounds. What a kick by Tony Lampy. That's yep. going to be great for yeah. future for years to or um for the, the soccer team year. for for the rest of this team and for our soccer team coming up this year. Two minutes and 25 seconds left in the third quarter. 14 to nothing to score. D block uh, falling apart a little bit right here as the team looks to be up. But we're just going to make sure Dominion can finish this game out as we have about, what, 15 minutes left in this game? 15 minutes left in the game. You got 12 in the fourth. You got two and a half left here, so about 14 and a half minutes. And let's see what Brett Johnson's able to do. Listen, now you're down 14 nothing. You're down two scores. You're going to need to throw the ball. It's all on him now. He's the high school quarterback. He's the junior. This is his second year in the system. Mm -hmm. He's going to need to be great, and he hasn't been so far. Yeah, I think if you're going to see him shine, it's going to be in this rest of the remainder of these 15 minutes. Ball now at the 20 as Johnson has time, and he throws off his back foot. Inaccurate pass there intended for Sagler, and that will bring up a second and 10. His progressions are just not going nearly as fast as what they're supposed to be. I mean, he's looking down the field for um, Geo, obviously, to try to get him the ball because obviously that's all he wants to do. That seems to be his the favorite target. Plan. That's the game plan. Get the ball to Geo. Have Johnson get this ball to Geo. That's basically the game plan with a little bit of Corey mixed in. But other than that, that's about it. And he's had a lot of happy feet in the pocket. He hasn't looked comfortable all day. Like yeah, you're we've right. Seen he hasn't, he hasn't settled. I mean, right then, like you said, threw off his back foot, just not comfortable. Here he is handing the ball off to Douglas. Douglas trying to get some room. He's going to get about one on the play down to the 21-yard line. Well done there by Dominion. Gobbling him up within like a yard or two yards of that right now. Now we fall into third down. So well done by Dominion. Get a stop here. Get the ball back in good field position. His heritage hasn't shown they can punt the ball at all. So we could easily get about the 40-yard line. I mean, Dominion's in really good position if they can get a stop right here. Yeah, they're going to be able to put a choke on this game very soon if they get one more score. Ball now at the 21, third and nine. Johnson drops back. He's got time. He's going to throw over the middle of the field. Caught. Complete for a first down. Tackle made there by Trey Hayes after the catch by Giovanni Sagan. And that's the name we've been hearing all day. And that's a name that we might keep hearing if the Titans don't lock up. Yeah, that was a pretty route that I watched that entire time. I was looking at that, and he did a quick cut over there on our um, defensive back on the right side, and he did a quick cut to the left, and he was open for three, four seconds. So, I mean, Johnson has to do a better job finding him earlier, but it was a great route, clean route, and that's what you expect from him at this point. First down now for the Pride at the 36-yard line. Looks like Johnson's going to be in the shotgun. He's going to drop back to pass. He's got time. He's going to run now. Johnson going to flip it out to the flat. It's caught by our Curry. Our Curry breaks one tackle, breaks two, and he's going to get down to the 40 three-yard line. Very shifty there by the Heritage wide receiver. It's a good, uh, good play. A little bit of poor tackling there by Dominion, but way to um, clobber him up. Now second and second and five? Yeah, second and five here for um, the Heritage. Correction, it was not our Curry on that last play. It was uh, Giovanni Sagan once again, and we've heard his name many times. Yeah, how, how many receptions is that for him? Six, seven at this point? He's probably got six at this point. Yeah, so I'm that's a large amount of receptions for a high school wide receiver at this point. So you got to make sure we lock up on him. Pitch now to our Curry. Our Curry is going to try to turn the corner. There's a flag on the play. Our Curry is going to stay in bounds, but he's going to be brought pushed out of bounds at the 47. Yeah, you can really see Dominion trying to strip tackle all these heritage players. Kobe Clay. Kobe Clay, especially as he's trying to make up for his fumble earlier in the uh, the half or in this quarter, actually, to be more specific. But as Heritage, every single time Dominion's going for a tackle, Heritage is going to have to hold on for their lives as some of these strong Dominion Titans are coming in and just trying to rip this ball out of their hands. Sometimes I'm amazed at how they're able to hold on to that ball. 
Yeah, Giovanni Sagler there. He's got four receptions for 51 yards and on the other side. And he's, and he's made an impact on this game. He's made big plays, but no score yet for the Pride as they're down by two touchdowns. Looks like the penalty on the play yeah, was, was on like the Pride, and that'll push him back to the 38-yard line, making it a second and five. Yeah, I don't think that's right. I think they got to fix the score. Second and ten, there you go. Second and ten. Here is Johnson in the gun. Titans showing blitz. Johnson making adjustments. Johnson takes the snap. He drops back. He's got happy feet again. He's going to roll to his right. Johnson nearing the sideline. He's going to throw, and it's going to be incomplete. Great coverage there by, um, who's that, number six? Yeah, uh, Miles there Gordy. by Miles Gordy. A great coverage there. Yeah, that's going to bring up a second and ten with 18 seconds left in the third quarter. For Dominion, they've done a great job on defense of limiting Brett Johnson and the pride. Yeah, I really haven't seen them get over midfield, like like, or even have like any kind of um, about how good. Like, they haven't been able to get over midfield at all. Yeah. Like in the second half so far, Dominion's done a great job at it, it preventing them from even getting close to the red zone. Like in the first half, we were letting them kind of work down there, bending, not breaking, as you mentioned numerous times. But now we're doing a great job of not even letting, not even bending. I mean, exactly. that injury may have shaken them up a little bit, but Dominion's done a great job of so far. Uh, preventing them from getting down into the red zone. D-Block has thinned considerably from the start of this game. There's only about 20 people left right now. Ball now at the 47-yard line of the Pride. Johnson in the gun. Second and 10 now. 14 nothing to score. No, sorry. First and 10. 14 nothing to score. 19 seconds left in the third. Here's Johnson. He's going to give it to our Curry. Our Curry is going to get... Two, maybe three on two, the play. Two, if that. That was a that was not a very good spot there by the refs. Given helping us, obviously, mm -hmm. that made it about a yard on the carry. Yeah, so. looks, I thought forward progress would bring him forward a little bit more, but it looks like they're going to spot him at the 40, 48 yard line. Forty-eight, yeah, so one yard. That's a great tackle there by Dominion. Once again, getting in that backfield, forcing the Heritage to get off balance and forcing Johnson to um, have to hand that ball off. And it looks like, yep, that's the end of the quarter. Now we're going to head into the fourth quarter. 12 minutes left, 14-0 Dominion. And both teams are going over to take a little break right here. Yeah, and for the Titans, this is exactly what you wanted. Yep. You started fast, you scored in the second half, and your defense has been spectacular. Yeah, it has been so far. And their ability to get in the backfield is just been awesome and we just want to keep seeing it that's what we were talking about we get to see jimmy chris get involved and because like he said captain lead by example gets in that backfield everyone else is going to be like yeah jimmy's back there first team all conference exactly. sophomore 18 offers i gotta follow like this kid so you want to get back there and make sure that we keep disrupting johnson and don't let him get comfortable because when he's comfortable in the pocket we can see from their past games they can put up 50 points like like, like that like that just like that they super beat quick they beat their last opponent 53 to nothing. They beat Washington High School. And for the Titans, they're coming off a tough loss, but they responded nicely so far. It is a tough loss, right? But, I mean, it is South Lakes, a 6A right. school, exactly. a 6A powerhouse, if I may add. And they're a very good school. And, I mean, respect for Dominion for being able to go out there and um, perform, though, just a little bit. <laughs> look, Taking a look at the road ahead for the Titans, the Riverside, they'll go at Riverside High School next week to take on the Rams, who have been surprisingly exceptional so far. They're 4-0. Here's Johnson in the shotgun. Johnson drops back. He's going to throw a quick pass. Caught for, caught for about a gain of six on the play down to the 48-yard line of the Titans. After they play Riverside, they'll go to Woodgrove 
who's 2-2. Two and two. We'll be broadcasting that night game as it's senior night. Then we'll have a game against Loudoun County, who's also 4-0, and as we'll be broadcasting that game, the homecoming game for the Titans. And then they'll close out the season against Loudoun Valley. Yeah, Loudoun County looks like a force, like something that we're going to have to be careful for. That should be a very good game. Two tough games for the Titans. They got Loudoun County and Riverside in the division. But the good thing is, if they beat those teams, they put themselves in a great position to shoot up the 4A district rankings. Here's Johnson now. He's going to give it to Douglas. Douglas is going to get three yards on the play down to the 44-yard line. It's going to depend on the spot here for the first down, but that was a great tackle by Dominion. He had a lot of speed. Dominion coming in, lowering the shoulder, getting low, taking him out at the knees. Great tackle. It looks short, fourth and inches. He looks to be short as number 63 for the Titans. Ethan Ferguson came up a little bit gimpy there. He's on his hands and knees. He constantly looks like he's yeah. um, limping. I mean, that's a lot of weight that you're walking. It's a big you're man. Hitting, you're hitting. It's a big man getting around there, and that's scary for a lot of players out on that field. Is you can't. It's hard to match that size. Ball at the 44-yard line of the Titans. It's going to depend on the spot here, but it looks like it's going to be a fourth and one, and they're going to go for it here as the Pride are trying to convert on fourth down. Kinda Here's Johnson <laughs> in the shotgun, trips to the far side. He's going to pitch it to Douglas. Douglas, and they're going to be brought, no, and he is going to get the first down, down to the 39-yard line. Trey Hayes had the chance to bring him down behind the line, but Hayes was unable to as Johnson, as, uh, Douglas simply got out of his reach and got that first down using that speed you talked about. Yeah, Trey was able to get into the backfield. Very well done, Mehayad, and get a, get a hand around um, Corey on that play, but he wasn't able to bring him down. As Corey's able to get that burst of speed, get to the outside, get the first down. Dominion's just got to lock this up now as their uh, heritage is starting to drive a little bit. Ball at the 39-yard line. Here's Johnson in the gun, he, in the pistol. He's going to give it up the middle. Alexander Preble on the run there. He's going to get about three before being brought down. Yep. So Dominion's really going to need to tighten up a little bit on this um, carrying right here. So if we, get, if we can lock that up, we force Johnson to start throwing the ball a little bit more. Because like we said, at first we didn't want him to. But now, as, I mean, as we've watched him a little bit, you almost want J Brett Johnson right. to be the guy. He's taking a lot of risks. Offense. He's taking a lot of risks. He's throwing some bad passes. Bad passes. <laughs> Ill-advised decisions yeah, by him. Bad, bad Ball at the 36, second and seven now. Nine minutes left. Nine, and, uh, nine minutes and 45 seconds left. Here's Johnson now. He's going to fire down the left side. One-on-one -on -one coverage. Zegby breaks up the pass intended for Giovanni Sagan. What a play there by Zegby, and he's been spectacular today. He has been absolutely fantastic. Like we said, because he's a smaller guy, right, as we mentioned, going up against a six-foot-tall wide receiver in Gio, who's able to get up. He's a tough wide receiver, as we mentioned, committed to um, uh, Richmond, which is impressive, I mean, to say the least. So. Zegby's giving up four inches in that matchup, and there's been three jump balls. He's given up nothing. He's, he's given up that, nothing. Uh, jumping ability that you talked about earlier in the game. Yeah, if he can keep this up, I, they, there's no offense for Heritage. There is no offense. Uh, Douglas has been kept really quiet so far in the second half. Here they come in the shotgun. Here's Johnson. Third and seven here. Johnson's going to dump it off, and Douglas is going to get the first down and more. He makes a move, makes a juke, and he'll go down at the 21-yard line of the Titans. Nice little play there by nice Heritage. Nice little screen pass. Yeah, if, I mean, if they can do more of that, they're going to be very successful. But, I mean, Dominion's got to be able to tighten up and kind of recognize that play. If they're able to get through the offensive line that easy, right, a few go, you got to be able okay, okay, exactly. might as well drop back. Check your shoulders, see where the screen's going. Try to prevent that 15-yard gain as now Heritage is trying to work the ball down a little bit. Let's see if they're able the, to let's try see. to lessen the big plays. The red zone has been their bugaboo so far today. They're going to pitch it now to Douglas. Douglas trying to get the corner. Nothing. Flag on the plate, and he's going to be brought down by three Titans there. Big hit laid there 
by Steve Zegby. Ball down at the 22, and there is a... Corey Douglas is Corey down. Douglas is down. He took a shot on that play, and he's down right now at the 23-yard line. Oh, my. He took an absolute shot from Steve Zegby on that play. As he was wrapped up by two Dominion Titans, he was going down. Steve Zegby late after the play. It could have almost been flagged yeah. for... Um, unnecessary roughness, but it was also came. a hit to the head, which it was is a hit to very the head, dangerous. I, I'm almost surprised there was no flag on that. Yeah, play. that's why I said, ooh. I mean, not only was it a big hit, <laughs> but I thought it was going to be a guaranteed penalty on Steve Zegby. I think we might have got away with one there, but I mean, big tackle. Uh, we hope for Corey Douglas to be okay on this play, but I mean, this could be a huge injury to Heritage. Is there trying as he's been their focal point of their he's offense, been their offense. Since now that Geo's been strapped up by um, Zegby, uh, Steve Zegby, so. They really need to make sure he's okay. If not, I, I think it could be almost – it's going to be very difficult for Heritage to find some kind of offense. They don't have a lot of time left. They've got nine minutes and nine seconds left, down by two touchdowns. I'm thinking you've got to get a touchdown here. You can't get a field goal. You can't turn it over or have to punt. You have to get a touchdown. Especially when Dominion's very good at running the clock Exactly. Out. I mean, especially – well, not only are they just good at running the clock out, they're good at running in general, which right. is going to run this clock out, especially when they're not able to stop either Trey Hayes, Dolan – or Steve Zegby in the backfield, it's going to be hard for Dominion to, or hard for Heritage, my bad, to stop this Dominion rush. So if they don't get in the end zone here, it's going to be tough for them. Uh, it's to going come to be back. very tough for them to come back. Oh, Johnson's 11 for 25 for 87 yards, and those aren't good numbers to say the least. He's only uh, completed 44% of his passes, and four of those completions have been to uh, Giovanni Segler for 51 yards. Corey Douglas, who's down right now, has 21 rushing attempts for 114 yards, but he's been kept in check so far in the fourth, in the second half, as he's only got about 30 yards on three on four or five carries. It's pretty impressive the fact that we're up 14 nothing, driving down the field and doing well on offense. The fact we only have nine passing yards. Exactly. Like that's that's incredible. Just Dominion's to show thrown, how strong our offensive line is and how strong our running backs are. Dominion's thrown the ball five times today. They're one for five. That's 20%. A.J. Dar has our only completion. We haven't seen Dar in a while. We talked about how they might be switching quarterbacks. They haven't done it so far in the second half. They've been rolling with Dolan. And he's listen, Dolan's been 0 for 4, but he's managed the game. He's been effective in terms of making sure there's no turnovers. They haven't turned the ball over. We saw with Dar against Clark County that he had a propensity to drop the snap at times and commit turnovers, and we haven't seen that so far from Dolan. I mean, he hasn't been effective as a passer, but as a runner and as just a game manager, giving the ball to Zegby, giving the ball to Clay, giving the ball to Miles Gordy, and of course, Trey Hayes, he's been great. Yeah, I mean, as Corey Douglas is still on the ground over uh, there, we hope for the best for both of those Heritage guys that are now going to be lifted off the field, and hopefully they can uh, heal up as Corey Douglas is now up Walking a little bit. Looks like he's he's heavily limping. But he's putting but at least some he's putting, weight. He's putting weight on both his legs. I don't know where that injury was. It could yeah. have been to oh, the head. He, it looks like he's walking almost normally there. Turns back and looks at... Talking to trainer? Trainer, yeah. yeah. He's putting... Uh, he's not putting a lot of weight on his right leg, so that looks to be where the injury occurred. And he's going to come off the field here as a pride try to score here and make it a one-possession game with... Less than 10 minutes left to go in the game. want to hope that that's not a head injury. Steve did yeah. come in, and he did lay the hammer yeah. down, but he did get the head. That could have been a – the refs could have called a flag on that play, I, th I believe. Ball at the 22-yard line, th second and 10 with nine minutes left for the Titans. So, sorry, for the Pride. They're down 14 nothing after Aiden Dolan and uh, Trey Hayes have both scored 70-yard touchdowns. 
Here's Johnson. He's going to give it to number 24. 24 is going to be brought down behind the line at the 25. Run there by Jared Arcuri. He's going to be brought down by two Titans, including Jamari Robertson. We did a great job there getting to the backfield. I mean, you kind of have to know at that point that they're going to do a run play. So, I mean, that's great job. Great recognition there by the defense. Coach Buck and the rest of this Titans defense to get into that backfield. Jimmy Christ, Ethan Jamari Robinson especially getting over there. That's awesome and Oh, well done by the Dominion Titans once again on this defense. We can't say enough about what they've done so far. I'd like to give a shout-out to a loyal listener, Jason Robinson, playing at Howard University. You can catch him playing on ESPN2 tomorrow at 3 p.m. as Howard takes another game of their football season. Here's Johnson. He'll take the snap and drop back to pass on third and ten. He's going to throw low but caught. And it looks like he's going to get the first down there. <laughs> Geo once again. Exactly. We've seen him a number of times. And he's their offense so far today. Yeah, he is their offense when um, Corey's in, uh, getting the ball in the backfield. It's, it's one of those two. Exactly. If you're Dominion, you really just kind of focus up on them. And Steve's done a great job on him so far, especially a D1 commit. Yeah. Uh, Steve's done a great job closing him down, especially on the long ball, which is especially what this Heritage offense is focused on. Mm -hmm. And... The ball now handed off to our Curry. Our Curry is going to get nothing there. Stonewalled down at about the 10-yard line. Losing Corey Douglas, you can tell, has demoralized his heritage team. They don't seem to have any energy. sense of energy. Um, a Curry is obviously not the spark that they want out of the backfield, as Corey Douglas is the speed and everything they want running downhill when he gets the ball. So a Curry is no offense to him, but it's just a level down. Ball now at the 10-yard line. Here's Johnson in the gun. Johnson takes a snap and hands it up the middle. Our Curry, no, it's going to be Johnson keeping it on the quarterback keeper. He's going to turn the corner and get two, maybe Half three on the play. Oh, Looks much like less than I thought initially. He's not going to get even a full yard there. He's going to be brought down at about the nine-and-a-half-yard line, pushed out of bounds by uh, Miles Gordy. I'm going to need a big third down here by Dominion. Is you, I'd, I'd like to force a kick, especially the fact that we've been so close to blocking so many tonight, something that we do such a good job of on special teams, getting to press the kicker, press the punter, and make them feel pressure, force bad punts, force bad kicks. And I'd like to force another field goal, see if we can get a block here, especially so we can keep it a two-score two game. Third and nine now as the Titans try to... Third and goal from the nine for the Pride as the Titans try to end another long... Heritage Pride Drive. Johnson takes the snap from the shotgun, rolls out, throws to the right. It's caught. Touchdown. And the Pride shrink the deficit. Catch made there by number 13, Giovanni Sagan. And we've heard his name multiple times. And he's done a great job again today. Up to double-digit receptions now. That's that's a double. That's, that's very impressive. You go for, nah, yeah. Looks like they're almost going to go for two. If they do go for two, that's a very oh, interesting decision. I, we saw the, I saw this on their huddle earlier. They do this weird formation. So they're going to have a guy do a jet sweep from the left. He's going to sweep over. The quarterback's either going to keep or he's going to hand it off and the guy's going to run in. Geo's going to get this ball and run it to the far right pie line. Or they're going to do a fake handoff here. Oh, they changed they're it. Dominion, changing the Dominion field knows goal. the play. <laughs> Dominion, Dominion knows, knows the, the play. play. Looks like they're going to do a real field goal here. Great job by the scouting report of Dominion as they're going to force Heritage to do a normal field goal here. Here's Enriquez. The snap, the kick is up and it's good. Yeah, so he's either the court, so the kicker or the placeholder will either hand that ball off to Geo, and Geo will either run that straight to the right pylon, or he's gonna fake run, jump up and throw that ball over the Dominion defensive lineman straight to a standing like tight end right in the end zone for Heritage. It's either gonna be they've done it numerous times, and I saw it on um, Giovanni's huddle earlier today. So that's a play that Dominion obviously saw and they were ready for. The score is now 14-7 with 7 minutes and 19 seconds left in the game. 
Dominion's going to get the ball now, but before that, I'd like to give you a quick update on the Dominion field. They're playing at Parkview right now due to the renovations at Titan Field. There's going to be a meeting Tuesday morning for a status update on the field, which should determine if Senior Night will be held at Parkview. Follow DHS Press on Twitter to get the status update as soon as we get that information. Can't wait to see this field get Can't completed. Wait to see it. so much hype around it. It's beautiful right now. We just got to get that track laid down, yeah. and we're ready to go. The rain's really delayed, and they tried to have... This game was supposed to be at Dominion. It's tropical rain. Exactly. for like three weeks straight, so that really delayed the track. Right, ball at the 40-yard line as Enriquez is getting ready to kick this off. Two Hayes and Zegby lined up at about the 10-yard line. Yeah, we really got a game now in a one-score game with yeah. seven minutes left. Let's see if the Titans are able to kill the clock. Here's the kick. It's a short one caught by Hayes at the 11. Hayes is going to try to reverse field here. Hayes makes one man miss. Hayes reversing field. He's going to make a move, and he's going to go down at the 26-yard line. <laughs> Great return there by Hayes off a big kick, and now we got ourselves a little bit of decent field position here. Dominion's going to have to run out some of this clock, make it either a two-minute drill here for Heritage, as they haven't really been able to show that they could do that under pressure, or just run this clock out, honestly. I mean, at this point, you just do a few handoffs, get Dolan the ball. Heritage is going to be waiting on it, though, mm -hmm. so that's going to make it a little more difficult as they're going to sit back, and or not sit back, I mean press numbers forward right. and try to stop this run is obviously Dominion's going to try to do that. But if we can do a little bit of short completions here, keep us um, from um, punting, punting early. early. Thank you. <laughs> Ball on the 26, first and 10. The Titans in the I formation, they'll give it to Zegby. Zegby gets, spins and gets down to about the 33-yard line for about six on the play. Yeah, great job there by Zegby, and that's what we want to see. If you can just run away, we don't need the big run right now. Yeah. I mean, as awesome as that would be, be it'd be great, and it would put points on the board, and this game would probably be well so or well as done. But um, if he can just keep doing that, we're narrowing down the clock, or taking time off the clock. Heritage doesn't want to use their timeouts left as we only have seven minutes, but it, that, this would be great for Dominion. Yeah, and here they come out of the I formation again, second and five. They'll give it to Zegby. Zegby going to be brought down behind the line of scrimmage. That hurts. That's not what you want to see for the Titans. Ball at the 29-yard line there. Only used about a minute off the clock so far. We want to see that clock get down a little bit more. Dominion's taking their sweet time getting to the line right now. Dar checking into the game. Uh, Steve Zegby coming out, so it's going to be interesting to see what we do. Probably a pass play right now. Yeah. Correction, Dar is not in the game. Looks to be Bronson Hyatt checking in. Ball at the 30-yard line. Third and seven for the Titans, six minutes left. Dolan in the pistol. He's going to give it to, to Hayes. Hayes makes a move, but he's going to be brought down after a gain of just two. And that's going to keep the clock moving, but the Pride are going to get the ball back now with about four, five and a half minutes, with less than five and a half minutes left. I, uh, I don't know if I agree with that play call right there. I mean, a jet sweep to your wide receiver, it's probably a great play call if we were still on second down yeah. right there instead of trying to force a ball run up the middle. But I just don't know if that's the best play call. I think we might as well, I don't want to say guaranteed throw because you'll stop the clock. But now, Herrick, the clock's running. We'll probably get the ball about with five minutes left right here, depending on how long this return and punt takes. Big punt here from Tony Lampy. He catches it at his own 20, and it's a high one. This is a That's great a punt by Lampy. It's going to bounce at Jeez. the 24, and it's going to roll into the 10-yard line. Incredible punt there by Tony Lampy. Downed at the 6-yard line. If you if you were in the booth right, booth right now, you'd see uh, Ian's mouth just jaw-dropped. Yeah, I mean, as a soccer player, I can recognize how 
hard that is to punt that ball. He punted that from his own 30, and that ball was down, what is that, at the 6 right now, the 5? Mm -hmm. That's ridiculous. I mean, you could, I'm so happy to see the Dominion teammates running over going, Tony, and yeah. jumping up on him. Because punters and kickers don't get that much recognition from that. They, I'm happy they can recognize that that is a booming punt and that that's now back their t uh, heritage up, and now they have to go the length of the field. They can't, they can't settle for a field goal right now. They have five minutes to go down the length of the field, something they haven't shown they're able to do yet. So that is massive for Dominion. Five, uh, five minutes and four seconds, 94 yards to go. First and 10 from the six-yard line. Heritage John by touchdown. He's going to Johnson play action fake. He'll throw it over the middle. Caught by Giovanni. Giovanni makes a move. 40, 50. 30, 20, 10, and Giovanni Sagan is going to take it 94 yards to tie, to almost tie this game up as it's now 14 to 13. Wow. Are you kidding me? No one expected that. And we've said his name plenty tonight. You have to know that when he drops back, that ball is going to Gio, and you know that he has the playmaking ability to catch a ball, turn, and run. 94 yards on the catch there. It was just a simple play action slant. Caught, that caught six it. yards off the yeah, line he, of scrimmage. Caught it off six yards off the line of scrimmage, then turned and was able to make the cut upfield, and then he was gone. There was no safety back there as Dominion was crowding the line of scrimmage. And the extra point is up and good as Enriquez makes the kick, tying the game up, and the pride sideline is electric. Yeah, I mean, how can you not be? I mean, you lost your best running back you've lost another player to a severe injury and now it's a 14-14 ball game with that was a 13 second play 13 seconds 94, 94 yards and seven points 14-14 the only number that matters and we could be heading to overtime we, we could, could have quite an exciting game overtime and the titans are huddling right now as they try to regroup from honestly a crushing Heritage has, all the, yeah, all, the has all the momentum. Yeah, all the momentum. All the momentum. Let's see what Aiden Dolan's able to do. I mean, he's been put in a position now where he's going to have to make plays. If he's if he wants this starting role, this is what he has to come into. He has to be able to bring his team to success under um, hard circumstances like this. He has to be able to be confident and get in the pocket and force play force Heritage to beat this team. He needs to be the playmaker and get Dominion con or conduct this Dominion offense into the end zone with the net last four minutes and 44 47 seconds. They're going to be kicking it off from the 40-yard line. Dominion trying to respond after a crushing blow. 14 points in about two and a half minutes. For all Domin the, for the 10 Titans fans that are left, it's a demoralizing blow. And <laughs> <laughs> as Dominion is going to have to come back now with just four minutes and 45 seconds left. The kick is a deep one caught by Hayes at the t at the six. Hayes is going to return it here. He's got a alley, and Hayes is going to be brought down at the 26-yard line. Where are his blockers on that play? Nowhere to be seen there. Hayes is... He almost broke through it, actually, yeah. which was incredible. Again, on another special teams play by Trey Hayes. Hayes but a little bit slow to get up here. He's being tended to by the officials. Looks like he's fine. Yeah, it looks like he's fine. We saw him come out of a game once at Clark, Clark County. County with a cramp, and it looked like much worse thought, on that play. We thought it was going uh, to be because he went. He thought it was a ligament injury because yeah. he went down with no contact. No contact Everyone's down. He we couldn't put any pressure on, and all of a sudden, our producer runs up in the booth going, "It's a cramp." Yeah. <laughs> so that was very interesting to hear, and it's good to see Trey Hayes 
is up and walking around. We want to make sure we can get him back on the field as soon as possible. I'd like to say thank you to Mr. Schwartz, Jackson Clark, and Becca McKinney for being here, keeping stats and managing the game. We couldn't do this without them, and I'd like to thank them. Ball now at the 26-yard line for the Titans. Here's Dolan in the pistol. He'll give it to Zegby. Zegby powers forward, but he's going to get nothing. Two, maybe three. And you can see this Pride team is fired up. The Heritage fans over there are being ten times louder with Dominion's doing. Dominion needs to get on their feet and get hype. I mean, we with the small student section that we still have remaining, probably around ten kids in neon standing down there still cheering on our Titans. We need the parents to get up. We need everyone to get up and match this Heritage energy if we want a chance in these last four minutes and ten seconds. 30, ball at the 30-yard line of the Titans. They're going to have to go 70 yards in four minutes. Clock is running, second and seven. Dolan in the pistol. He's going to give it to Zegby. Zegby's got a hole, oh. and Zegby will get the first down down to the 39-yard line. That's a great tackle there by, I believe that's Gio once again, making another <laughs> tackle, doing everything for this Heritage team. But I mean, that was a great tackle there, get, getting low. Once again, just sticking out a claw or a little paw right there to bring down Steve. I mean, that's impressive. You don't see a lot of, he breaks through people that wrap their bodies. So the fact that one arm is bringing him down, that's pretty impressive. But Steve doing a great job to get a first down there. And suddenly, Brett Johnson's stats look a lot better. He's 14 for 28 for 200 yards. Here's Dolan now in the pistol. He's going to give it to Kobe Clay on the end around. Clay with some room, but he's going to be brought down after just a gain of three. Three minutes and 30 seconds now for Dominion to try to get in this end zone before overtime. Don't it's going to be huge. You need a little bit more urgency. You need to start throwing the ball if you're Dominion. You can't I, run the ball. The clock is running. I just don't know if Buck has that faith in Dolan right now. I mean, everything has been on the ground so far. It's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what Buck does in these last three minutes to see if he gets Dolan to throw the ball, if he tries to keep doing jet sweeps with um, Kobe Clay and other stuff. 30 yards to go until they get into Tony Lampy's field goal range as the ball's at the 44-yard line. They'll give it to Zegby. Zegby's going to bring down a man, and you can see that whenever Zegby runs the ball, Ooh. he brings down another man with him. He does not go down easily. That was a heads-up play there by Steve Zegby. He got brought down by a heritage linebacker, but not his knee didn't seem to hit the ground there, and the rule is in high school, if you fall, no matter what, you're down. Mm -hmm. But he bounced off the defender and got back up and started running. And he was complaining to the refs that he never hit the ground. Exactly. He, he, the refs huh. might have just assumed that he hit the ground without actually focusing. So head play, by, heads up play there by Steve Zegby. Third and three now from the Dominion 48-yard line. It looks like there'll be a timeout taken here by Carl Buckwalter and the Dominion Titans as they try to respond after their 14-point lead evaporated in the span of two, two and a half minutes because of Brett Johnson and Giovanni Ziegler. Yeah, all, Tony's over here warming up on the sideline. Dominion trying to get a field goal range for him. Thank God that his um, field goal range is so far. Yeah. Because I don't know if Dominion's going to be able to work the ball down that far, especially with Heritage with so much energy right now. If Dominion can, Dolan's got to put something together right here. He wants this starting quarterback role. He needs to go take it right now on third and three. This is this is where he needs to get his money right now. This if, he is can, if he can make a convert right here, this game could be completely different because Heritage, their small student section over there, which is, is somehow bigger than ours right now, <laughs> but who's cheering just as loud as our student section was earlier, is giving Heritage all this momentum. Dolan in the I formation, third and three for the Titans, two and a half minutes left. And it looks like they'll sneak the ball up the middle with Dolan. And Dolan's going to push forward on the second half. It looks like he was going to be stopped at a gain of one, but he pushed forward, pushing the pile, and they'll get the first down and this drive will be extended. And you talked about how Dolan needed to seize this quarterback job. 
This is where legends are made. This is where Friday Night Legends are made. We remember Vashawn McCann's name not because of the plays he makes in the first quarter, but because of the plays he made in the fourth quarter near the end of games. And this is where we need to see the Dominion players step up. I need to see Trey Hayes, Steve Zegby, Aiden Dolan, Kobe Clay. I need to see them make big plays. Here's Dolan now in the pistol. Zegby behind him. He'll fake it to Zegby, gives it to Kobe Clay. Ooh. No flag on there, the play. and there's a flag on the play as Kobe Clay was brought down after a gain of none. Going to be interesting. I didn't really see anything on that play that stood out to me, so it's good. It's definitely going to be a hold somewhere. But hopefully that's against Heritage right here, and we can get some uh, a nah, first down. It's going to be a hold against yards. the Titans, and that's going to bring up a f first and 20. First and 20. That's, that's almost a drive killer right there. Dolan has to throw the ball, right? I mean, at this point, right? One minute, 55 seconds. I think you play for overtime. I think if you're the Titans, you're trying not to give the ball back to Brett Johnson and Giov uh, Giovanni Sagel with a minute, with less than like, a, you want to give it to them with a minute left if you're not going to score. They're still, they're only 20 yards away from field goal range of Tony Lampy. Can they get 20 yards? In, in a minute 55? Why? I, I, it's not about getting in the minute 20, 55. Sorry, I misspoke. About almost 30 yards now. Yeah, because of the penalty. Because of the penalty. But you have to, I think you have to try, I think right? Get, I don't think they can get 30 yards in the way that they you have think they to, can. They have to try, though. Here's Dolan in the pistol. Zegby behind him. Two receivers to the far side. Dolan's going to drop back to pass. Here we go. Dolan throws it to Hayes. Hayes breaks the tackle, and Hayes will go down to the 47-yard line of the Pride. And here is Ian Whitfield, Tony Romo in the booth now, predicting plays. We have a first completion for Aiden Dolan there on the night. Go. And that's what I wanted to see. Like, he dropped back confidently, completing that pass, and now the clock's running. And Dominion's lining up 20. Six, 15 yards from field goal range for Tony Lampy. Yeah, if, if be you believe he can hit the 50. It's going to be a second and eight. Now clock is ticking first and 18, one minute, 18 seconds, and counting. And the Titans are going to need to hurry if they're going to get into Tony Lampy's field goal range. They still have a timeout, though, so that's crucial. Here's Dolan. Catches the snap, gives it to Zegby. Good call. Zegby's got room. Zegby goes down to the 39-yard line. Steve Zegby almost a first down on the play. The clock is running under a minute. You don't use your timeout here, but that is absolutely huge by Steve Zegby. Almost a 15-yard gain right there. Getting us back third and it's probably like third and one right now for Dominion. We get a first down here. Even if it's fourth down, we're almost in field goal range. I think you test Tony Lampy. He's down there. He's down warming up right now, ready to go onto the field. 40 seconds and counting. Timeout. And there's going to be a timeout here called by Hopefully the, not Titans. the Titans. Oh, was it the Titans? I think it was the Titans calling the timeout there. I don't know if I agree with that. I think you give your offense a little bit of a chance to regroup. I think they've got they've got no timeouts I guess left. I, yeah, I actually uh, I take that back. I do agree with that because you can spike and then set spike, up for Tony Lampy. Yeah, yeah, That's you got 40 seconds. You get 10 yards and then you spike the ball and you've got enough time to get the field goal unit onto the field. No problem. You just got to make sure you get this first down. Yeah, you. this is a crucial moment. You cannot get into fourth down because if you get into – let's say you run the ball here, you don't get it. Now you're stuck with a fourth down, and you're not able to spike the ball because if you spike you it can on fourth still, down. You can still run the field goal unit onto the field and maybe have a far field goal attempt for Tony Lampy. That's about – I don't know. That's 55 yards. That's far. Even for That's far for an that's NFL fourth, kicker. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Titans do here. We have trips out to the left right here, so that should be interesting, especially with Dolan stolen at quarterback. Dolan yelling instructions to his receivers. Trips to the near side. Third and one. Third and one. Flag. And now there's going to be a flag. Oh, man. False start. It's going to be a false start against the Titans. That's a killer penalty. 
No, it's no neutral zone. Neutral zone infraction. That's going to get five yards and a first down for the Titans. How can you let that happen if you're Heritage? Ball's going to be at the 35 yard, 34 and a half not, yard line. Not only did Dominion just get a first down, no time came no off the clock. No time came off the clock. Clock stops. 39.6 seconds left. Game tied at 14. Here come the Titans in the pistol. Dolan in the pistol. Zegby behind him. Trips to the near side. Clay lined up in the slot. Now you can rush the ball, take some time off the clock, yeah. and then spike, set up Tony Lampy, maybe ten gain yards. another 10 yards. 10 yards straight. and you get this. Well, that's all you need to get this, get this game-winning play in order. Here's Dolan now rolling to his left, throwing Ooh. deep down the field. Almost intercepted in the end zone. You, you, just can't, you cannot do that you if you're Aiden Dolan. You cannot do that if you're Aiden Jeez. Dolan. I mean, I understand that you're not trying to, you're not trying to th underthrow a ball or something like that, but he almost just handed Heritage a turnover in a situation where <laughs> you're almost in field goal range of Tony Lampy. I mean, you can't just, he had double coverage on his wide receiver. Not only did he overthrow by maybe 15 yards, he almost placed it right in the breadbasket of that safety. That's a hard catch for a safety there. For but that? still, that's, that was a very, very dangerous throw by Aiden Dolan right there. Gotta that be safety, smarter than that. That safety should have made that catch. I, I agree, that's a play that you have to make. Second and 10 now, 33 seconds left. Dominion without any timeouts, driving now. Ball at the 35-yard line. Tied at 14. Here come the Titans in the I formation. Zegby in the backfield. Here's Dolan now rolling to his left. He's going to go back to his right now. He's going to No, he's going to throw. And he overthrows his man. Brendan Dillon, number 15, was wide open on the play. And Dolan missed him by about three or four feet Brendan, above his head. Brendan Dillon was standing wide open on the sideline. I mean, that's that's a sim that's a simple play. Yeah. If Dolan can complete that, we can just we can get out of bounds. Or actually, he could have maybe turned and pushed for the pie line right there. But if I mean, that's a play that I feel like we need to make there, and he can get out of bounds for stop the clock for Tony Lamphy. But now it's third and 10, 26 seconds. Do you throw it here, or do you run it, get the clock down, call a timeout? You don't have any timeouts. Or a spike. Oh, sh you can't spike it on fourth yeah. down. Yeah. And this is a conundrum. Now you, you have, got, now you have to throw. Yeah, now you have to throw here. Let's Heritage see what they're able know, to Heritage do. Heritage looks like they know Heritage that, too. Heritage is bringing the pressure. They got seven guys in the box. Here's Dolan now in the pistol. Zegby behind him. Dolan's going to roll to his left. He's going to throw to the far side. It's incomplete there. It looks like it was going to be intercepted by number six on uh, the pride, Jordan Saw. But Bronson Hyatt came out of nowhere to knock the ball out of his hands, game-saving play there. Yeah, that was a great heads-up play by Bryce or Bronson, Bronson not to let him complete that interception. Let's see if they're going to bring on the field goal unit here. If they're they're going to bring is. on the field goal unit here. Trey that? Hayes is going to hold. It's going to be uh, kicking 30. from the 42-yard line, which means it's a 52-yard. That's, that's NFL-level stuff. This NFL, would be magnificent. This would be magnificent. 20 seconds left, tie game at 14. Tony Lampion for the biggest play of his Dominion college career. And it looks like... Dominion College <laughs> And the Heritage Pride will call a timeout. He's trying to ice Tony Lampy right here. Tony Lampy, this would be this would be something special, Vern. If we can see, like you were talking about, making legends on Friday night here in the fourth quarter. A 52-yard field goal. I don't know if we've ever... See, I don't I know don't if I've ever seen a 52-yard yeah. field goal in a high school. The longest Not one I've seen was from Lampy, 45 against Clark County. I don't know. Let's see. He Let's had not to mention he had room to spare on that field right. goal, and uh, room to spare for maybe ten more yards. He was blocked when they played South Lakes. He did attempt a field goal near the end of the first half, and he was blocked on that from a much shorter distance than this. But 
Let's see what he's able to do. We're going to need some strong blocking here by Dominion, giving strong. Tony Lampy enough time to run up and get enough power yeah. behind this ball. Heritage sending a returner back? Looks like it. Yeah, it makes sense. Why wouldn't you have it? You doubting Tony Lampy then, Heritage? <laughs> ball at the 42. It's going to be a 52-yarder for Lampy. Here we go. All of D-Block and the visiting pride on their feet. 20 seconds left. The snap is good. The kick is up. Oh, it's my. It's nowhere sh good. And it's going to bounce into the end zone. Nowhere close. And the pride are going to get the ball. I think it's, will it be a touchback? I don't know what they, no, it's it's just a missed field goal. So it's going to be, they're just going to get the ball around the 40. They'll get the ball at the 40-yard line. They've got some time here. they got 40. Two timeouts, too. Yeah, two timeouts. You throw it two times. Maybe you get enough for a deep field goal. I don't know. Or just throw the ball to Geo, you know, and let him turn and <laughs> run, I guess. Give him a screen pass. Give him some room. <laughs> I mean, listen, he's been exceptional so far today. I'm still trying to figure out what happened on that field goal. Did, did Tony shank it, or was it blocked? It was not blocked. It, it got blocked? over the line cleanly. He just didn't hit it well. Ah, it's unfortunate. We know that's in his range, too, so yeah. we'll like to see that in the future. That would have been something magnificent. Game still tied at 14. Here's Johnson now back to pass. He's going to roll <laughs> to his left. He's going to throw it. It's caught, then pushed out of bounds is number 12. Number 12, Maxwell Janis on the catch there. <laughs> Finally threw to a different wide receiver <laughs> than Gio. And he's going to get out of bounds, so they're not going to need Johnson's to Johnson's coming out of the game? No, no, he's talking to the he's coach. Getting, yeah, he's getting <laughs> he's the talking to the coach. coach. All right, yeah, they used to uh, out of bounds, or he got out of bounds, so the clock's going to stop. Eight seconds. You just throw it really deep here. Deep, uh, Hail Mary. Yeah, I mean, Listen, eight. Johnson's no. got an arm, though. He does have an arm. I, I he probably throws this thing like 60 yards, tries to catch it, turn and run, probably. There's no way he gets this thing to the end zone. Let's see if he's able to. I mean, we saw not him. Not high bump. school level. That's that's an 80 yard yeah, throw. Yeah, this is, this is 75 yards to the end zone. Or oh, and he's just going to hand it up that. the middle to. Uh, Laterals? No, they're <laughs> just going to – he's going to come down inbounds. That's going to be the end of regulation. Tie game here, and we're going to be heading to overtime for the first time in the DHS Press broadcast history. We're going to be bringing you an overtime game as the Dominion Titans and Heritage Pride are locked in a 14-14 standstill. What a game that we've had what so far. What a game. Let's give a quick recap. The Titans came out fast scoring on a 72-yard touchdown run by Aiden Dolan. They added another touchdown from Trey Hayes on a 70-yard punt return. And then it looked like the game was under, uh, under control for the Titans. But then came the Heritage Pride, and they were able to be they were able to be uh, electric, and we talked about how uh, fast they could score, and they did that too. Big play machines. That's what they focus their offense around. Ball. Uh, Brett Johnson passed for 10 yards from the DHS 10 to a touchdown caught by Giovanni Segler, and then Segler caught a 95-yard touchdown to tie this game up. So a quick, um, we're going to explain the overtime rules for those of you that don't know them um, right now. Each team is going to get a possession at the 10-yard line. A first team to um, put up the most points, or so if um, Heritage does not score, they will get a field goal. That field, or Dominion gets a field goal after Heritage does not score, we will win, or whoever, whichever team gets the ball second. Um, if they both score a touchdown, then the team will get the ball back, and then they'll have a chance to finish this game off. And basically, whichever team puts up the most points in the slowest amount of time. There is, in fact, one second left in the game. We were a little bit oh, premature wow. in calling the end of this game. Looks like. 
They're going to get one play, and not sure if they're going to just take a knee here. Looks like that's what they're going to do. Yeah, they're just going to take a knee here and go to overtime. Oh, why not try a lateral play? <laughs> that's that's my mentality about it. I mean, what are the odds that you're going to have an Auburn-Alabama type thing? Yeah, but let's say you have something like the Miracle at the Metal Leads, the first one where you fumble the ball trying to just do a handoff instead of kneeling it, and Herm Edwards takes it and scores a touchdown to end the game. Right, right. You never Repeating know. again the overtime rules. Each team will get a possession at the 10-yard line. Whoever, let's say uh, Dominion gets the ball first and they score a field goal. The Heritage probably need to get a field goal or a touchdown to keep the game going if they get a field goal. And if they score a touchdown, the game is over, correct? Yes, sir. And if on the other side, the Titans score a touchdown, and then, they, then that means that the Pride have to get a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So... It's going to be interesting to see who gets the ball here first and see how each team reacts to the said situation because it's only 10 yards. And from what we've seen, neither team really has a red zone offense. Yeah. That's so, like, wow, this team is going to make a difference here in the red zone. Dominion with the two big plays, one on special teams, and Heritage is the same way. Yeah, Heritage did have that one 10-yard completion from Johnson to Sagan, the 10-yard out route that was completed on the right side on the far end zone here. So... They do have a ability to score in the red zone, but obviously they're not as effective as they would like to be. And it's going to be interesting to see. You get three plays. You get four plays. Well, the fourth play is going to be either a field goal or a touchdown or an actual play if you need it to be. But let me paint. Let me paint you a situation, Varun, all right? You're the head coach of either Heritage or Dominion, okay? It is fourth and one. And your team is, it's in the overtime. You're either the first or second, or sorry, you're the first possession. All right, it's fourth and one. Do you kick your field goal or do you go for it? I think you do what we talked about earlier in the game and you sneak it in and you get that touchdown. You cannot take risks of getting field goals because then it's all on your defense. Yeah, it's all on your defense. You can't give up a touchdown then. It's but 10 yards. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about the players we've seen here today. You don't think that Trey Hayes can get 10 yards. You don't think that Steve Zegby can get 10 yards. You don't think Giovanni uh, Sagan can get 10 yards. It's going to be very interesting because they really haven't showed it so far in the red zone. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. The referees are convening at midfield here, and we're going to get a, a coin toss here as the captains are going to go out. Jimmy Chris, one of the captains you talked to, what did you learn from his conversation about his college visits? From his college visits, he told me it's been, quite, it's been a great experience for him, and he's been getting recruited for a long time as his brother being a football player at UVA right now. He redshirted his freshman year, and now he's seeing some time on the field as a UVA football player. So that's really cool. And he was able to go around and meet some of these players. And he was able to relive or live this um, college recruitment even before his started. So he kind of knows what to expect as now he's been with his brothers. He's been even with his sister. She's a very good athlete and getting recruited for numerous sports as well. Right. Jackie Christ, a phenomenal player for the Dominion uh, women's basketball team. And she's been spectacular. And she's committed to Appalachian State. Unfortunately, we won't see her play this year as she tore her ACL, an unfortunate injury. Very unfortunate. But we're very excited to see Jackie play in college. And this is an incredible family in terms of athletics. I mean, <laughs> they're just pumping out uh, just pumping college out athletes. athletes right here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got Tommy. I mean, Tommy was an incredible player for the Titans. I remember. First team All-State. Yeah, yeah, first team All-State. And he was he was an imposing player on the defensive line. Yeah. We saw him walk through today. Both me and you it stood at attention. I mean, when the guy <laughs> walks by, you look scared. He, he's put on even more weight since yeah. joining the UVA men's football program. He walked by us and started climbing up that ladder. I turned to Rune. I go, jeez. <laughs> I go, that is a big man walking around. And then Jimmy's no different. 6'7". 
I mean, listen, I'm 5'5". Five five. <laughs> when I'm looking up at a 6'7 guy, you my neck is all the way back. It's 90 you look degrees. Up, you go, hey, Jimmy, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> How's the weather up there? <laughs> so we got the captain still doing the coin toss, taking a little while, probably explaining the overtime rules to them yep. as both teams don't play a lot of overtime. I mean, that's not something you see a lot in high school football. I can't remember what game it was, but I remember hearing about a Dominion overtime game. Wood, the, Woodgrove playoffs, maybe? Blocked field goal, or was that with the fourth quarter? That was the fourth quarter. There was a game before... Uh, I think after that, where Dominion, I think, lost in overtime. Looks game, like Dominion's getting remember. the ball first, if I understood the referee's signal correctly. Would you want the ball first in this situation, or would you want it second? I take it second. I. Because so then you know what to do. I'm like, going to relate this. About. I'm going to relate this back to soccer. All right, let's of. do it. We do PK shootouts, right, where right. it's kind of the same thing. Sudden uh -huh. death. One scores, the other has to score, kind of. So I almost like I like kicking first. Right, I like my team going first, attacking put the pressure first. on them. Put the pressure on them to make it. Right? But here's the thing: in soccer, it's it's one of two things. You either miss the field, you either miss the kick, or you make the kick. Here, you have a lot more opportunity. Mm -hmm. You have the field goal. Let's say you got that fourth and one thing you were talking about. It's gonna be interesting to yeah. see how these coaches you approach make a decision. This right here. At least if you're, uh, at least if you're playing as the. At least if you're playing as the second team, you've got the opportunity to know exactly what you're going to do. Here come the Titans now. we got that small student section getting ready to go. Ball at the 10-yard line. Here's Dolan in the pistol. Zegby behind him. He'll give it to Zegby. Zegby runs in. through it. He's going to score. First play. Great well start done. for the Titans. Well done. Awesome by Steve Zegby. He's hyped. The minions ready to go. The student section, the small people we got left, the few highlighters left are jumping up and down crazy. Hands in the air. Go Titan chance. Hands in the air. Shouting. Awesome. Steve Zegby's hype. He's jumping up and down. Dominion's O-line's ready to go. Diving into the end zone. Let's go. Let's go. That's right. And now it's time for the extra point. Let's see if Lampy's able to overcome this is that missed field goal. We you cannot this. miss you this. You cannot miss this. If you make this extra point, now the pressure is all on Brett Johnson to make plays. You know he's thinking about he, it, though. That's know. Shanks' field goal. So Honestly? we want to make sure he doesn't get it in his own head. Yeah. Lamp, I think Lampy's got oh, the I'm sure he's ability got to get this up. The Ooh. kick is up. <gasps> nearly blocked. It went hits in. the upright and goes through. <laughs> Jeez. And the Titans will survive as they now have Jeez. a as they now have a lead now, 21 to 14. Dominion's defense has to stay on the field now as they're just turning around and going right away. There's no kickoff. There's no break. They're sending the heritage offense out there and the defenses. Some of the players on the special team are not even leaving the field. They're just staying out there getting ready to go. That was a very scary kick it's, by Tony Lamp. It's go time. This is where legends are made. And the Dominion defense, which has been great for most of the game, the Dominion defense, which has been great for most of the game, has to step up right now and end this game right here. You do not want to see this going. This is one of the yards. longest broadcasts either of us have ever done. <laughs> Two hours and 40 minutes we're at right now, a long game. Yes, it's been quite a game, too. It's been awesome. And here we go, the Titans. Defense coming out against Brett Johnson and the Pride offense. Ball at the 10-yard line. Johnson lines up in the shotgun. He's got Corey, Corey Douglas, Douglas next in. to Corey him. Douglas is back in after that He's late hit by Steve Zegby. Johnson's going to roll oh. out, throws it. Brought down. Almost, looks Steve like, Zegby. Looks like it was almost going to be a sure touchdown on the play, but Steve Zegby came in like a missile and knocked down the Heritage player after a gain of about Steve four Zegby. or five on he the play. He is fired up. He was jumping up and down after that touchdown. Now he wants to go out there and hit guys hard. He's trying to enforce this will and say, my touchdown's the game-winning touchdown. There is no way Heritage is coming in and taking this win from us, not on our territory. Here is Johnson from the five. 
the defense charts, chance, chance coming as Douglas gets two on the play, and that'll become a third and three. That's almost too easy of a play call for um, Heritage right there. I mean, Dominion, great job forcing him down, especially Corey Douglas, who's been out of the game with an injury, got in a little bit of a rest as he's their number one running back and number one option. But now it's third and four. So he only got, only got one yard on that carry. This is going to be yard. crucial. Third and for four Dominion. here, and they're going to have to go for it on fourth down. It's fourth down territory. Fourth down territory. There's no clock left here. Third and four from the four-yard line. Score a touchdown or go home. Johnson in the shotgun. Douglas next to him. Johnson takes the snap. He's going to keep it himself. He will not get the touchdown down at about the one-yard one line. Fourth and one. Fourth and one, the situation you talked about. But here, they cannot settle for a field goal. It's touchdown or bust. You cannot overthink this if you're a heritage. Dominion, Dominion, stack the line. Trust Steve Zegby. Trust Trey Hayes to guard um, Geo and whoever else is out there for them. You have to stack the line. You, you know that, line. that it says fourth and one now. Yeah, you want to stack the line right probably here. probably less. It looks to be a long one-yard line. It looks like they're going to have to do a listen, timeout. They're going to take a timeout. That's smart. That's you, smart. Yeah, why not, right? I mean, you've got, you've got one timeout, and Dominion's going to take their timeout here as they set up before this play. Aiden Dolan's just ring at the pride sideline asking for the challenge. I, he's been pretty good to, so far today. He's looked very good so far, especially on the ground. I mean, found that final drive of the game where he just threw the ball up a few times. I mean, that was a little shaky, but his run game has been magnificent and his ability to lead this Dominion offense to 21 points so far has been great. So props to Aiden Dolan. He's done a great job here taking the starting role so far, taking it right by storm, or taking it by storm. And he, I, I, he has given, hasn't given a buck a reason not to play him, right? Yeah. I mean, minus those few passes. Minus but those few dangerous passes. He's been a very efficient game manager. And with a defense like this, with a defense like this, you don't need to throw the ball down the field. You just need to get, listen, they scored 14 in regulation. and The other team right. scored 14 as well. Here we go. That's all you need. Here we go. Fourth and goal from the one-yard line. Dominion jump. All the Titans jumping up and down right now. Here we go. Hype. Johnson. He's going to catch a QB draw. Did he get it? Nope. He did not. Stop short. And that's the game. The Dominion Titans win an exciting overtime game against the Heritage Pride, 21 to 14, to improve their record to three and two and win their first game of the Dulles District season. What a game there by the what Titans. What a game, what a play. What a, what a goal a line stand. A goal line stand there by the Titans there as they improve to three and two on the season, beating the Heritage Pride 21 to 14 in overtime. That is absolutely huge for this for these standings now. Getting these power points against a district opponent. Now they go and play more district teams. This is going to give them so much momentum heading in. Now they're doing the post-game handshake. What a game by Dominion. So many great plays. Two 70-yard touchdowns for Dominion. They showed great out there tonight. And our defense stood tall. We talked about the players needing to make big plays on Friday night, and we're going to remember the name Steve Zegby from this game. Zegby scored the game-winning touchdown in overtime. What a game for him. What a game for Aiden Dolan. What a game for Trey Hayes. And what a game for Jimmy Chris making big plays and leading this defense as they stopped an electric uh, heritage offense. My name is Rune Shunker. He's Ian Whitfield. Thank you for bringing us, for listening to us as we brought you this broadcast of Titan Football. We'll see you next time.